you're listening to a Pave Media show. Visit pavemedia.net for more podcasts and video entertainment. everyone, welcome on into the 136th episode of the Fake Nerd Podcast. I am exhausted, I'm Ben Magnet, and normally I have to try to do a really nice, funny intro that has to do with what we're going to talk today, but I'm exhausted, I was at a convention for two straight days, I'm tired as all hell, so you're, you're just going to get today's 48 in. hours. Yeah. Well, not 48 Trapped hours. Trapped in the con. Ben's, Ben's definitely exhausted because he said, well, come on in to, the, to this podcast. Come on down! Uh, yeah, apparently so. Step on the inside. <laughs> I'm joined by Sparkplug with Winnie, hey. or Sparks with Winnie. That's right, we did that. What's your name today? Yeah, what is your name today? S-Dog. Uh, oh, S-dog. man. Oh, no. Spizzles. Who do I want to... I, I, Eventually, just it's just going to be KZ Witty. No, I'm not going to do oh, that. Oh, no, no. <laughs> I, I will say a hard It will note. be MC KZ Witty, the artist formerly known as Sparks. <laughs> Can we not? <laughs> it's too many Can we names. just stop right there, it's please? Sparks. Uh, there. Yeah. Um, RJ, a.k.a. Ryan James. Oh, man, I'm so glad you brought that oh, back. I yes. hate it. I hate it. <laughs> I'm, I'm just Ryan. Now, who is yeah. RJ? RJ is the guy from the best Jurassic Park movie, The Lost World. Oh, right, yeah. Okay. Is that Vince Vaughn? Don't run into the tall grass. Oh. No, and they run into the, the tall, tall grass. grass. Is that Julianne Moore? <laughs> no, but a bunch of a bunch of people died that day, Ryan. I'm sorry. Many people uh, died, Ryan, many including died RJ. To get these plans. Oh yeah, he did okay. die, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah, rest in peace. And of course, Brandon T. McClure. Yo, what's up? The you know, tea, I, the T stands for T Fizzle. I I realize now <laughs> that I actually should say that it's probably Sparks Witty because that's what I put on Pave Media. Yeah, is it so, Sparks Witty? Yeah, it's Sparks Witty. So all right, Sparks Witty. Sparks Witty. We've come a long way. Or how about Sparks Wicka Wicka Witty? No. No? Okay, no. I'll, I'll stop. How was your guys' week? That would have to be KZ Wicka Wicka Witty. <laughs> oh, that's the name, isn't it? <laughs> KZ Wicka Wicka Witty. You got to add in the Wicka Wickas too, though. I'm Wick- evolving. I'm like no. a Pokemon. <laughs> okay, no, so is this your third or your f- or your is this your second evolution or your final evolution? Hold on, I'm uh, more interested in what Ryan was going to No, because would you rather be a Pokemon where you only evolve once or a Digimon where you revert back? Digimon. Did <laughs> did. Because I don't, I don't think I, I don't think we're going back. No, no, I don't think we're going back. No, backwards. only forward. Yeah, I Always think only forward. forward. Okay, okay, all right. Uh, how forward. was your guys' week? It was good. I'm still here, living life, good. living living large five cars. You know that rap song. Dude, we went to California Adventure. I was like, I don't remember anything I did this week. We, but went, we went to, to California, California Adventure, and that was awesome. Yeah, that was so cool. fun. We rode Guardians. We oh, we hung out. I was we did say, a lot we ride of good it twice, stuff. but it was only once. <laughs> yeah, we did. We did only ride it once. That's okay. I read more Warhammer. Hey guys, let me tell you something about the Emperor of Mankind. So that, the, so 40k, it's 40,000 years in the future. He was born during our time, right, in the regular millennium. And uh, the old gods foresaw that humanity was was effed in the future, so they implanted memories of the future, saying, "Yo, Emperor, you're the savior of mankind, so you can't die. You got to be real cool." So from like a young age, he knew he was a savior of humanity, and like that does a lot to a person. So he grew up and he saved humanity, and, he, and now we kill all the Xenos, and now there's no more religion. So so thanks, Emperor. All right. <laughs> it's it's a weird universe. You heard it here first. You heard folks. it here first. Thanks, Emperor. Uh, ben, how was your week? Uh, you know, I was at WonderCon all weekend. Hell yeah, baby. Yeah. Yeah. All all week. Well, his week was WonderCon. I know. He, ben, okay, Ben. You see, we know. Yeah, you but guys the know. audience is is into this. 
Well, okay, so my week was hell. Mm-hmm. As it normally was, we were short staffed at the Wazoo at work. We had he worked know, at the Wazoo in yeah yeah, yeah. I figured it out at you know Wazoo <laughs> Industries yeah Wazoo Industries yeah Wazoo why why are you trying to convince me because you're my camera <laughs> we just okay. established this <laughs> oh, Lord <laughs> this isn't the office guys <laughs> yeah. it it was it was a bad week so I the only thing that was keeping me going besides the podcast was I have WonderCon this mm-hmm. weekend um as you guys know one of my best friends Jeff he this he my came with Gabe. us. He came with myself and my girlfriend to the con. This was his first time going to a convention at all. Nice. This so, is a good one to go to. Oh, what's my personal favorite? Mm-hmm. When people say or ask me, hey, what convention should I go as my first one? I always tell them WonderCon. WonderCon mm-hmm. should be the first one because then it's, it's like it'll set the standard. And I got a lot of good stuff. I got a lot of books. I got a lot of, I got this, I, and you can't see it, but I'm wearing a sweet Dungeons & Dragons uh, ampersand t-shirt. It's it nice pretty and comfy. Sweet. And Best cosplay. Oh lord! It was Ben's. He played. It was Superman. No, was it's, I was not the best cosplay. That no, I think one of the best ones I saw. Oh, there's a Hatbox Ghost I saw today. That's cool. Yeah, there was a guy dressed up as a Hatbox Ghost who had a Hatbox and he pushed a button and an actual head would light up. Mm. It was. Uh, that was the best one I saw today. Yesterday I saw a really cool Mister Freeze. Dude, that Mister Freeze was so good. I know, that right? Was spooky. I know. Yeah. And also, I saw some uh, friends of mine, uh, some cosplayers I met at Los Angeles Comic Con last October, mm. and I met up with them today to actually ask about a cosplay project that I'm undertaking in the very near future. Mm-hmm. And so, Ryan and Inga, shout out to you guys. Hope, right on. I hope you had a great uh, uh, convention. There was a Dr. Octopus that you took a picture there of. There was. I re- they had the big ass arms. Yeah. That looked real good. That was really sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Were there yeah, any really uh, uh, Dr. Octopuses, Octop- Ooh. Octopuses from uh, Spider-Verse? Lady Octopuses? It's Octopi. S- Octopi. Octopi. You know what? I- Octopuses? <laughs> no. No, Ryan. That's, <laughs> that's the James, wrong way that's, to go. That's a James Bond movie. No, you're right. Sorry. It's still the wrong way Sorry, to go. Sorry, Money Penny. Yeah. Any, any Lady Octopi? There was one. Yeah? I saw one, cool. and one. she was taking a picture, so she wasn't paying attention, but I wanted so bad. There was also Wilson Fisk from the- I uh, saw the Wilson Fisk. He looked rad. Was he a big yeah. guy? Yeah, yeah, he was a big nice. guy. Okay. But I was as I was walking by, she was taking a picture. I wanted so bad to yell, oh, great, it's Liv. <laughs> but she was taking a picture because um, we were- uh, um, there's, some, like, there's a joke that Jeff and I had that whenever we see a girl dressed up as Daenerys uh, Targaryen, mm-hmm. Mother Dragon, yeah, we go after Daenerys Stormborn, House mm-hmm. Targaryen, blah blah blah, and we go bend the knee, like mm-hmm. just like knee, like bend the knee. Yeah, every Daenerys, like there's a few who are walking by, like we like make comments of like um, take the Iron Throne or fire and blood and saying shit like that. They never gave us a second glance. Yeah, they, of course. they just kept walking. Dude, the royalty. What do you expect? They gotta, they gotta go. Also, you're yeah. probably not the only one who's doing it. Yes, probably not. <laughs> But, Which is more likely, yeah. <clears throat> but I got I had a I had a great I had a great time. Um, shout out to uh, Nuclear Comics. I got all my books for them today, and for Nuclear. I bought a bunch of books from them. And Beyond Bending Podcast, they came up to me and was like, "Hey, are you guys Avatar: The Last Airbender fans?" I'm like, "Yeah, cool." Let's yes, ask they a, followed us. Yeah, that. they they did. They asked uh, me and this other girl some uh, trivia questions and gave us a sticker. Oh, about Ong? About no, did it about Hero? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> no, no, nay to both of you. Yipe, yipe, opa! <laughs> oh my god, that one hurts. Which is which isn't even a joke from the movie. It is a joke that we that my, our friend group has made independently of that film. Jeez, but it sounds like it would be in that yes, movie. It was. Yipe, yipe, opa! <laughs> Do they say our yipe, friend? Yipe, no, 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 they no. don't. Oh, no, okay, no, no, okay. no, no, no. I almost had brain aneurysm. No, no, no. So our friend, it. our friend Michael, 
uh, after shortly after the movie came out, he was just oh like, like the night of yeah he was just like man the only thing would have been worse if he was just he just jumps up up on Yappa on, on Opa on Oppa on Oppa and just goes yeah babe Oppa <laughs> <laughs> it's funny when he does it but yeah okay but it it was a it was a great time <laughs> that movie's really bad you guys <laughs> sorry <laughs> it is ow fake Jeez. nerd commentary coming soon. Uh, okay. Really? Maybe. You don't know. Add it to the list. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, let's add to that never-expanding yeah, yeah. list. It's got to be the bad movies, or else we have one, nothing to talk about. Yeah. One day we'll do Dark of the Moon. Finish that Transformers <laughs> trilogy we yeah. talked about. Revenge <laughs> of the Fallen did us dirty. Yeah, <laughs> it really did. did. No, nah, but um, all of the a bunch of the pictures, I think all the pictures I took are up on both my Instagram feed and the show's Instagram mm-hmm. feed. So Rad. check those out if you want to see some good cosplays, some not good cosplay, me. And <laughs> hey, man, yours is not bad. It was a classic. It's cosplay. the spirit that matters. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, it's, it's the spirit, brother. Yeah, like I guess I'm tired. It was. You sound tired. It's okay, bud. It was, but it was, it's it's kind of like uh, it's the worth it tired. Yeah, it's like when you come home after a long day from Disneyland, and you're like, I'm exhausted. I can't wait to go home and sleep. But man, it was worth it. Mm-hmm. Good thing you're not gonna sleep right now, though. Yeah, no, nope, nope. I'm here for a show, not, and let's do even, this thing. Not even soon. So All right, I, step up. Danny's home sleeping, so she's lucky. Yeah, so I wanted to uh, I wanted to just quickly shout out uh, Beyond the Box Set. Uh, that episode that I was on, I talked about it last week, but the episode that I was on dropped on Friday. Whoop whoop. So if anybody who anybody who's coming from that podcast, listening from that podcast, coming here, uh, hi, welcome. What up, dog? Yeah. This is us. If you want to hear all Brandon's thoughts on John Carter, yeah, then that's that episode. I, I started it. listening to it. I'm not sniping you. I'm just like kind of mad. Because <laughs> <laughs> you, you want you want to do it. I I you really like that, like that yeah. movie. Yeah, me too. You and I, I are yeah. in the same boat. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah. Um, I would do Dude, Where's My Car? Don't yeah, Jesus. you would. They've been trying to make a sequel about that film for years now. Do it, dude. Bill and Ted is getting a sequel, finally. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm so hyped for that one. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, so that's really... I didn't do a lot this week. I didn't consume yeah, any, I didn't do any, too, I didn't do any too media. Much. Oh, I did. Pretty busy I did. moving. One big thing I wanted to say during my week was when I, when I got home as I finally chiseled, chiseled away at my giant stack of books that I haven't read from the comic book mm. store. Oh, I dropped this on the comics from my pull list. Yeah, I so Let's I started that. reading uh, Young Justice from Brian Michael Bendis. Nice. And I love that book. Yeah. I know I only have two issues. I have the third one waiting for me, but I really, really like it. Interestingly, I dropped that book uh, this week. Uh, really? Yeah. So I dig well, it. Well, because I've been... I've been uh, Trying to get my pull list down because it's got to be a calling sooner or later. Got out of hand. Yeah, yeah. I, I understand. And uh, and I was spending like sixty bucks a week. Yep. And I just I I can't do it. So I had to drop a couple. And Young Justice was one of the ones I haven't read yet. So I was just like, okay, I'm gonna read it, and I'm not gonna pick up the third issue yet. I'm just gonna read it and then and then decide. Uh, so it was like, so I read the first issue. Okay, I really like this. I read the second issue. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> so then I was just so I was like. I'm good. Now, is it just because it's like it's the characters, or just like this Bendis's take? You're like, yeah, it's fine. I don't like Bendis's take on those characters. It seems like you're not digging a lot of Bendis overall at DC. Uh, I do really like his Superman. I you still, up, I caught up on his Superman in action. I like how he writes Clark specifically. I think he's good. He's a good voice for Clark. Okay. Um, I don't like his interpretation. I don't like what he's done to Jonathan. Um, and that sounds like he did him dirty. He just aged him up. I don't. I don't appreciate. I don't like that. I I miss. Younger? I preferred younger John, and I would like to have seen him grow as we've seen Damien grow. Yes. Um, so that's kind of, I feel like he just kind of did that dirty. Um, but I still like how he's ri- I still like how he's writing Clark, and I still like how he's writing the book overall. I'm just not a fan of the direction he's taking the book. Is Rogel Czar still involved? 
Yes. Cool. But in the background. He's, okay. he's coming back soon. So it's not that I dislike him at DC. Young Justice had a different problem where I don't like... This is kind of a DC issue and less a Bendis issue, issue where when they reintroduce characters that were gone from the New 52, they revert them back to a time way, way before they disappeared. Okay, yeah, So yeah. like Impulse, for instance, had a lot of growth between... Uh, before he disappeared in, in, in the New 52, that growth is all gone now, and we're back to... Like classic. Classic. Yeah, yeah. Not necessarily the classic, because class people remember him as Kid Flash when Jeff Johns is run. Okay, yeah. Um, it's now, we've reverted back to, he's Impulse, and yay, I'm Impulse, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay. Just undoes the New 52, right? No, because Impulse wasn't in the New 52. It undoes the work that was done before I didn't the read New the 52. New 52, so that's why I'm asking. You know, Impulse wasn't in the New 52. What I'm talking about is... is when DC reintroduces characters that were gone in the New 52, like when they introduce Superboy or okay. Impulse or things okay. like that. I got you now. They revert them back to a time way before. So they revert their character development back. And that's just kind of a, a long, across-the-board DC problem. I, I track you now. Yeah. yeah. So that's not necessarily Bendis problem. It's okay. just kind of DC problem. I just remember, like, before you probably caught up, there were some, also some, like, like, like you didn't like the direction things were going. So it's just Yeah. It's, again, I, I don't. I don't know if I like the direction of Superman, but I still I think the book's well written. Okay, so I actually disagree. I kind of dig it. You're oh, that's fine. But you, yeah. but you weren't, you hadn't read any. Correct me if I'm wrong, but you didn't haven't read any Impulse comics before. No, I have not. Right, so that's the thing. Like I have. Well, also I'm what, the way I what I'm saying I'm digging is because I'm also caught up on Superman. Uh, um, like the issue I finished of Superman is when Jonathan just came back. Yeah. So I read his last year. I read the, like the first issue of his last years, Ooh. and I'm I'm actually okay with. I mean, yeah, the, the him aging him up a little bit to seventeen is kind of a little iffy, but I'm thinking, you know, there's gonna be time, and there might be a, a time reverse thing. I don't know. Damien's not seventeen, right? He's Damien's no. thirteen. Okay. Yeah, Damien's thirteen. Well, but they John, can't be the Jonathan same age is, buds uh, now. Well, it was it was Damien was always making fun of John for being younger. Yeah. Damien's thirteen. Jonathan was ten. Uh-huh. And now he's older. Yeah. Uh, so it, it takes away that dynamic, which is a dynamic I, I liked a lot. Um, and the other thing is, well, also to to sorry to cut you off, Brian, mm-hmm. but also, but um, on your recommendation, I actually did pick up Superman Rebirth Volume Two. Oh yeah, at the yeah. con, so I could finally read it. And um, Tomasi and Mankey. Yeah, so that w- so maybe after I'm done reading Tomasi's run of Superman, I'll be like, okay, yeah, I'll go look back at Bettis's aging up Jonathan, maybe look at a little iffy. But for now, since I don't have a, a lot of um, Tomasi's Superman mm-hmm. under my belt. I'm I'm actually kind of, I'm enjoying now, it. Now I'm not condemning it. Oh, I know you're not. Cause I know you're not. Because I, I I I've said I think the book's well written. It's I need to know where it's going before I can judge the decision to to age him up. Because I don't think it was a good decision at this point. And he's keeping the super family just apart a lot. And I that's another thing that I'm just kind of like, you know, I I I think the super family are stronger together and keeping them apart like this. I just have to see where it's going before I can make a judgment. Although I do have to admit, it was freaking hilarious when Superman flies in and to see Lois, and Lois is like, and she's like showing him. Oh yeah, she shows her skin. She's like, oh hello, Mister Kent, and then Jonathan peeks by, and his hand just goes like up in an instant. Yeah, there's a a, shield your eyes, young son. There's (laughs) a scene where because John shows up, Clark's like, I you need to see your mother now. So they take him to, but they have this thing where they're not. They're kind of on a break, but they're clear. But they're, they're still married. Not. But still she's married. in Chicago, and he's doing stuff Chicago. in Metropolis. And so he's so he's yeah. Like, long distance isn't really a problem when you're Superman. Exactly. <laughs> so he's so he's like. Um, I didn't think about that. So she's like, 
uh, oh, are you here already, Mr. Kent? She like starts taking off her robe, and then and he, the next panel is just Clark shielding John's eyes. Jonathan, no. And, and she's, she's all like, like oh, oh. your mother. And, and she's Thank all goodness like, he doesn't have x-ray vision. <laughs> and she's all like shocked, and then he, she realizes, like, oh, wait, this is my son. Oh, shit, this is my son. Gross. So, yeah, again, I just need to see where it's going. The next yeah. issue, they're meeting the, the crime syndicate, so that's kind of mm. cool. Ooh. I like Owlman. Hell yeah. So, oh, yeah. Oh, that's good. I'm going to have to check that out. All right. um, so, yeah, I... So Young Justice was the only was the, the not the only one to drop Supergirl also because um, that took a sharp dip in quality. Um, I was gonna pick up Supergirl yeah. being super at the con. I completely forgot. Damn it! Oopsie poopsie. Good it's a good book. Um, anyway, uh, I think that's everything I got. What up, Sparkies? What'd you do? No, you went to not California Adventure. No, you yeah. went to California. Well, I know, but I don't know if you did any videos. I started playing a puzzle game called Baba Is You. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I did. It's a hell of a game. That is cool. a hell of a game. Baba is you, I wish Brandon. we did more comic book talk on the show. Anyway, we should get Yo, going. man, why do you think I wanted to do the book club? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I guess I'm done talking about Baba is you. Let's go. Is How is Baba? Huh? You have more to say? No, did you? Try to it, explain real quick. Because, like, I think Waypoint tried to explain Baba is you. Like, can you try to explain to, to like, a layman, like, who doesn't play a lot of video games, like, what Baba is you is? Okay, so, so you <laughs> open up the game, right? And it says, Baba is you. Baba is a sheep. Okay. You're a sheep. And then it also says, flag is win. Right? Mm-hmm. So what one end of the puzzle is the flag, and there's you. So and you got to get to the flag. Right? Baba is you. Real you get simple. to the flag. The flag is when you win. So so the next level is like... It's a puzzle game. Baba is you. Wall is stop. Flag is win. And you're in this level, and you're completely surrounded by a wall, and the flag's outside. You can't get to the flag. Wall is stop. So what do you do? Jump the wall? Can't no. You can't jump the wall. You can only move forward. No. Baba is wall. Then you become the wall. Or, it, or or like in this case, what it is is the word the rule wall is stop. Yeah. Is inside of the wall with you. If you push stop out of the sentence of wall is stop, the wall is no longer stop. Yeah. It's a word puzzle game. This is the puzzle game. Yeah. Oh. You you make the rules. You as can you make play. Baba is flag and it's an instant win. Because you are the if win. If flag is win. If flag is win, because sometimes is flag. the lava but you can also There's you can also become game? the lava. So there are like forty of you. Skull is defeat unless skull is push. Unless or skull is flag. <laughs> is 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 there a sentence in this game where it says floor is lava? No. No. Okay. Okay. It's a great puzzle game. It's real fun. It's real great. It's how a, do you how do you play it? Is it on App Store? It's uh it's on the Switch and PC, I believe. Yeah, Switch and PC. Oh, interesting. So I have it on the Switch. Uh, all right. Anything else you guys wanted to touch on or move on? You're mm. handsome. Oh, yes. you're wrong. I like your shirt. Can, can, I can't be wrong about that. that. That's fair. There you go. And here's your bread. And your butter. Here's your bread butter. Okay, okay, not in my ear, thank you. All right, speaking of DC Comics, we're starting with DC Universe. Woo! Uh, WonderCon had, was pretty short on major announcements. Uh, we thought that DC Comics proper were going to have a major showing at uh, WonderCon. They did not. Nope. Uh, it was mostly just a bunch of nonsense talk about stuff that's already happening. Uh, I thought, for instance, this would be a good opportunity to announce the Step on Cedric book coming up at Black Label. But nope, not that one either, I guess. So whatever. We'll, fi- we'll find out soon. But DC Universe Online had a uh, had a major showing. And that's their streaming service. Um, Hold on, DC Universe Online is their multiplayer video game. Jesus, you're right. DC Universe, Universe without the online. Without the, yeah, yeah. That's their streaming. Just service. gotta make sure when people Google things. They right. actually had a whole because you know how for WonderCon they always have the buses yeah. um, decked out. 
or to shuttle people to and from all and up and down Doom harbor Patrol, and baby. yeah there was a lot of good um ads on buses that's that had um half of them was like read watch where you can um they had a part of superman secret origin and the other half of the bus was um like they cut the X, the s in half it was a still from secret origin and it was a still from superman 1978 yeah and it said you can watch it all on DC. Universe. The Doom Patrol one was, yeah, they had was half Patrol Robot one. Man, Brendan Fraser, and then half of a comic panel. Yeah, like that was really cool. Yeah, they had you could yeah. read the Doom Patrol on the DC Universe, and you could watch the Doom Patrol on the DC Universe. That so, sounds amazing. Tell us more, Brandon. Yeah, anyway. yeah. Tell us more, Brandon. So yeah, so they, they yeah, Brandon. They didn't have a, a major showing. However, uh, DC Universe had a had a good showing. Uh, for instance, Swamp Thing has now a release date. When May thirty first. Where's it gonna be? What is it gonna be, Ben? What? It's gonna be May. Oh yeah, it's gonna be May. You missed it, buddy. So May thirty first will be the first episode of Swamp Thing. They did show some footage, uh, not to the public yet. Okay, um, looks swampy, and apparently it looks real good. Yeah. Um, While we're on that note, did you see that Matt Ryan said he wants to be on the show? Yeah. Yeah. Of course Ooh. he does. I know. Of I'm course a, he does. I, I love it. Matt Ryan. Constantine. Constantine. Oh. He was he was flat out like, uh, th- th- his exact words were like. Well, Constantine came from Swamp Thing. Yeah, so dude. Thank you, Alan Moore. It just makes sense that he should show up there. I yeah. think. And uh, if you guys, re- I don't know if you guys remember this, but when they were first, <clears throat> when they were first promoting Constantine, they had I'm business cards. For Alec Holland. They had business cards. Let me explain what it was. Uh, uh, they had business cards being passed out at Comic Con. Uh, this a couple months before the series premiered, and if you called the number on that business card, it goes to a voicemail of Matt Ryan saying, "I'm looking for Alec Holland." Mm, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So. I want him on that show. Me too. <laughs> Remember that show was also setting up the Spectre. Very upset. Because like nobody, happen. yeah, I do. Yeah, because like yeah. nobody, nobody cares if Constantine is canon to Arrow is it Jim or any of that or, stuff. Uh, so Jim just Corrigan? do it. Yeah. yeah, they introduced Jim Corrigan in Louisiana. Yeah, cool detective. Is guy. Constantine on the DC universe? Yes. Yes. Okay. And I told myself I was gonna watch it. I devoted the first two episodes, but I never it's good. did. I think and it's real good yeah. because you and I talked about this recently. Krypton comes next month. Oh, dude, <gasps> that, that was also on my meaning tomorrow. Oh man! Or April fifth. April fifth. That's in. That's on my. Not tomorrow, but close to tomorrow. <laughs> uh, okay, so the Swamp Thing still has some Swamp Thing news. Uh, uh, the DC released a synopsis for it. The series follows Abby Arcane as she investigates what seems to be a deadly swamp-born virus in a small town in Louisiana, only to soon discover that the swamp holds mystical and terrifying secrets, horror underpinnings, and expected, and uh, horror underpinnings are expected of the series from executive producer James Wan. Mark uh, Verheden, Gary Doberman, Michael Clare, and Len Wiseman. Sweet. Uh, the, they had this to say, the overall vibe is we want to scare the living hell out of you. This is Swamp Thing as scary. This is Swamp Thing in, in a grim southern town. We're going to bring you some very frightening things. But on top of that, we're telling a Beauty and the Beast-ish love story between Abby Arcane and that, Swamp that, Thing. That's, a, that's what I wanted to hear. Yeah, you they, got it. The footage apparently has Abby meeting Alec. Uh, yep. Not Swamp Thing at first. So interesting that, that we'll probably be seeing maybe some flashbacks, maybe some back and forth. I don't, yeah, I don't know if it's going to be flashbacks or we're just going to start with him not being Swamp Thing. But there was also described in the footage of like they something rising from the water that looks like Swamp yes. Thing. Yeah. So uh, they could be playing with time. Who knows? Yeah. It God. sounds cool though. I, I want a future season with Rot World. That's so. That is so far. I, I want it though. <laughs> that Swamp Thing having to be Swamp Thing for decades, being the greatest I'll, elemental. I'll alive. give a crap, man. I Kicking want Rot World. Ass. I want Rot World, you'd man. Have you have to have Animal Man first, man. You'd have to show Animal Man. Yeah, I know. That's like, super- and I'm fine with it if you do Animal Man like he is in those comics. I'd only like that. Yeah, yeah. I'd love to see an Animal Man because that like imagery. Oh, you know who? Uh, 
Brian Fuller would know how to do that imagery. Yeah. For those yeah. for those oh, of yeah. you for those of you listening, because I realize we don't actually explain the references we do. Um, Rot World's you, a comic book. <laughs> Rot World is a is a crossover between Animal Man by Jeff Lemire and Swamp Thing by Scott Snyder. Yeah. Um, and it was. Uh, this basically what a future where uh, Arca- Ant- Anton, Arcane, Anton Arcane, the the representative for the rot, which is like which is like death, death yes. uh, takes over the world because yeah. Swamp Thing and Animal Man left because yeah. they got trapped in the and their avatars of the red, which is animal life, and the green, which is plant life. Yes, yes. Yeah. and they're always constantly in war with each other. Yeah, and Charles Soule introduced like like ele- like a uh, machine elementals. Like there's a he introduced the gray, the gray, which is mushrooms. It's yeah. a the future fungus, book club. Yeah. yeah, yeah, hell yeah, future book, book club. Man, I remember I was reading Rotworld off of you, Brandon. Mm-hmm. You loaned me all those Swamp Thing books. That Jeff Lemire, that Jeff Lemire Animal Man. My God, if anybody could find the Jeff Lemire Animal Man, I have a number one, baby. It's so good. Animal I have Man. I have one and two, and I still need to get three. Yeah, and then I'll have all of it, and I need the rest of the Swamp Thing stuff connected to it. Mm-hmm. The Scott Snyder Swamp Thing. Yeah, that's good stuff too. Oh, it's mm-hmm. so good. It is. Hey guys, Swamp that's the best. Cool. That's the best Animal Animal Man stuff ever. I wasn't a fan of Animal Man. Have you read Animal Grant Morrison? I have now. Okay. I have now. His stuff is still really good. I, it is, but I can't get over that. I can't get over that. I'm kind of with stuff. him. I think Jeff Lemire's is better than Grant Morrison. Yeah. It's so, man. It's really F- good. F me up. Like, yeah. F me up hard. No, I get it. <laughs> uh, Hell all yeah. Right. Well, a couple of other, some other news came out of, uh, came out of uh, DC Universe. Young Justice will be returning July 2nd. Cool. Um, wait a minute. Wait up. a minute. There's another new season? No, no it's mid-season. mid-season. Oh, Took a break like, halfway. Well, you and I need to watch. Yes, we do. Tw- the three of us need to watch. The 22 episodes, and they only put out 13. Okay. Okay. Uh, Titans returns fall 2019 with a second season. Cool. Uh, Harley Quinn, also in fall 2019. Coming out. Yep, yep. Stargirl, which we got a first look. Looks like Stargirl. Looks good. Yeah. We get a glimpse of the of the robot. Yep. Uh, a small glimpse, but still there. Um, that's coming out 2020. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's far. So I think that I think that image looked real good. Yeah, um, Krypton, like Spark said, April fifth. Man, that uh, teaser like r- looked really good. Like that made me want to watch Krypton, the, that, the season new- two one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doomsday looks really. I, good. I'm telling you, like that that Krypton show was way. I heard a lot better. of people say really good things about it. I so I, al- I already did in the past. Yeah. Like I before it was coming out, I was like, this is stupid, and then I 180'd on it because I watched it and I'm like, I was wrong. Yeah. I rem- I remember you were where. I- Bashing on Krypton hard. Me, I was just like, yeah, whatever. I don't care. Then you said, no, I watched it. This is some good. Sh-. You were like, when I do my tally impressions, like, oh man, this is some good shit. Yeah, <laughs> no, it was. I, I, uh, I, I will stand by that. I don't know that we necessarily needed that show. Yeah, it's not the show we needed, but it is one we deserve. <laughs> I really <laughs> like it. Yeah, uh, okay, okay. Sparks's rep- recommendation. I was interested in saying it. Um, the. So, but the major news actually came out uh, of DC Universe is that uh, DC Comics' entire comic book line, digital, a digital comic book line will be going to DC Universe. <gasps> and this is incredible. You know what's super funny? And it's, it is purely coincidental, but if you open up Marvel Unlimited, which is Marvel's digital service, there's a huge thing that says over 25,000 comics digitally, and there's 20,000 comics on DC's line. And they said, happy 80th anniversary, Marvel, and it's eight, Batman's 80th anniversary when all this happened. That's it's very coincidental, it's, but it's awesome. Uh, obviously, there are going to be gaps because they haven't scanned all their entire line yet. Um, a lot of comics. They are. They We'll do it, obviously. Uh, but this is, yeah, this would, as Ryan said, this is this is a way to give make DC Universe uh, a more direct competitor to Marvel Unlimited. Mm-hmm. Um, however, DC Universe is uh, also 
television and movies. Yeah, shoot. So, yeah. And I have that too. So yeah. I was yeah. like, DC okay, Universe just... actually, I think now has a leg up on Marvel they because do. on Marvel Unlimited, you can't watch original programming. No. no. Or any or anything Not else. Only, no, one of the other things is that um, well, on those buses, it had watch, uh, read watch. It had a Joker, a Joker one where it was like half of from Injustice Gods Among Us, other half Batman the Animated Series. Yeah, mm. like seriously, DC Universe Online. Sorry, DC Universe. Uh, Not the game, the service for, <laughs> for eight bucks a month. That's a hell of a deal. You get tw- you get their entire digital. That's library. how much Marvel Unlimited is. And yeah. Titans you and get, Swamp Thing. You get all this original programming. Young Justice. All this, all this uh, unoriginal and shows that have already happened. Show, you shows, get to watch all the movies. Not just not just the shows. Or, what I'm trying to get at, not just the shows that have already happened, but shows that are no longer out that yeah. you can't yeah. find on DVD. You can't find that original Shazam show on TV. Birds of Prey on DVD. or whatever. Wait, Birds of Prey? This is Shazam. There was an original Shazam TV series. Uh, the Flash That is on DC Universe. Uh, really? What's the, the cartoon you and I liked? Oh, uh, Static uh, Shock? You can't get. Static Shock? No. Static uh, Shock's out. Which you know one? which one? Fu- the Legion of Superheroes. Legion of Superheroes. There we go. Yeah, you can find that on DC Universe? Yeah, you can't get that anywhere. Like, like that's a hell of a deal. The only I, I, thing I can see Mar- Marvel Disney doing is when their streaming service launches, they give you Marvel Unlimited for free if you subscribe. For sure, that could be like a like a bonus. Yeah. yeah. Like uh, Spotify I, which, and Hulu which, are humble. I have Hulu now because I got like Spotify. The, the Disney Plus streaming service? Yeah. yeah. Mm. When that launches, like, hey, we, we, here's the Marvel movies, here's the comics for them. Just yeah, to I don't know. I don't know if that'll. They don't, I don't know need if they're to. In, I don't know they if don't they're in simpatico enough for that to yeah. happen. This is definitely because that's is like awesome two two different divisions of what Disney owns. No, then. yeah, you're right. Yeah. Warner Brothers is more uh, together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, this is awesome. Yeah, this this is insane. Yeah, like this is a the, I I the only reason why I don't have it is because I'm poor. Yeah. Um, but I would absolutely subscribe to this and. I, we didn't say Jack in a Box, but I'm can, I'm canceling uh, my Netflix and my I'm actually I've been meaning to talk to you about this. I'm gonna have to cancel the Hulu or Hulu deal. How dare you? Because uh, I'm because I'm moving in with Zara. Mm-hmm. And she has it. She has both. Yeah. So I'm like, well, there's no point in having and us both having. Look at that. Well, and then you can get DC for both of you guys. Yeah. So I was thinking. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what I was thinking. Like, uh, like that. Hell yeah. Um, this is awesome. I'm gonna have to actually start using that app more because I love we'll comics. Talk about it. Trader. Um, All right, so moving on, uh, Eternals. Um, The uh, the Eternals is uh, a a Marvel property that is probably going to be an MCU film coming up, probably the next one after Spider-Man, if the rumors are to be believed. Um, Pre-pro. Currently, uh, Angelina Jolie is in talks to star in it. As Cersei. Okay, you said that, but I thought you meant the Game of Thrones character. So did I. There I don't even know Game of Thrones. I, I know the character's name. Isn't there also like a mythology character named Cersei? Yes. Yeah. It's, yeah. So it does multi- So it's it's multiple. Names. I know, but yeah. and they're Game all spelled yeah, differently. And they're all spelled differently. Exactly. Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah okay. So the the rumor is that's who it is, but even even like everyone's been clear to say this is probably who she's is, who she is. But nobody's there's saying. Li- because there's the, literally no other character like but what it in is, this universe. What it is is the what the reason why why it's so unclear who everyone is playing because there's rumors that the that uh, Hercules will also be in the in the movie <laughs> is that the <laughs> that was a squeal of joy. Sorry, <laughs> the Marvel character Hercules will also be in the movie. Yeah. Uh, the reason why everyone's not sure is because the casting sides are incredibly uh, cryptic. Mm-hmm. Like it's unclear who anybody is from those casting sides. So it, it's but really, the thing really is difficult. the thing with. Cersei, though, there aren't a lot of female characters in the Eternals who look like Angelina Jolie. There's like one major female in the entire group, and it's that's so there's no other. I'm not saying it's not. I'm no, just saying yeah. that, it's that's weird why for her to be hard. playing like a side man dude, like she's playing the main female. Well, they course. could, they could gender swap. <laughs> 
They made they made a giant floating head into into Angel into uh, Annette Bening. The, the Supreme Intelligence is not the same character and, uh, level. And also Annette Bening, Captain Marvel. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. A yeah. man character turn it. They could gender swap. I'm just okay. I I I'm on your side, Ryan. It just does that. That's fine. Nova Prime isn't a man. Going close. Let's just acknowledge that she is most likely Cersei for the time being. Yeah, I'm just I'm until just otherwise she's Hercules. Clearly, a, a possible a possibility exists to where it it could not be. I just don't want to. I don't want to take that that option off the table. No, it's not off the table. It's off the table. It is off. It's clearly, Audience members, it is off it's clearly the table. off the table. Um, <laughs> Does not exist. So the 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 rumors. There were also rumors that the that they were looking for a um, uh, a gay actor to play a character. Uh, and the rumors are now suggesting that that character could be Hercules, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, which is my man, uh, which. Is the mytholo- mythological character, but in the Marvel universe. Mm-hmm. There's also a Hercules in the DC universe, but it's very different. Yeah, both both Marvel and DC have both pantheons. Yeah, um, that do these very differently. But but DC and Marvel utilize different ones. So like DC and Marvel uses the well, DC uses the Greek pantheon more than the Marvel than Marvel does. Marvel, Marvel uses, uses more. Sp- most they of the do, Asgardians. but. Uh, uh, there are there is so much Greek stuff in the in the cosmic stuff that that just nobody reads. Yeah, there's oh, there's, sure. there's multiple there's the, the multiple events that it features Zeus in them. But it, but if you like look at, but if anyone if you talk to Joe Schmo on the street, they don't know who the Eternals are either. Uh, no, Casey, the Eternals, Casey Casual, excuse you. Casey Casuals are da- <laughs> the Eternals are directly tied to Olympus, yeah. and the Eternals are tied directly to Olympus. Who, that's why it's are, that's why it's interesting. Who is Thanos' brother's name? Eros, Star Fox. Eros, Star Fox. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was thinking Star Fox, but I was like, no, that's a character. Do a barrel roll! <laughs> Nintendo. Uh, is he an Eternal? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Thanos is. He's a Deviant, which are like the ugly versions. Right. And, okay, so I'm going to read so- something from Wikipedia, because Cersei is nonsense. Okay. She's the daughter of the Eternals Helios and Percy, who are born in Olympus, Greece. Uh, sometime after the Greek cataclysm destroyed the continents of Atlantis during the Ice Age, known as the Hyborian Age. Uh, it was during her time in ancient Mesopotamia, ancient Mesopotamia that Cersei first met Captain America, who had traveled back in time during an event. Holy shit. So she, Cersei's been around for thousands of years. The Eternals were created by the Celestials. Celestials are Ego, you know, Kurt Russell. Well, Ego's not a Celestial in the comics, but yes. In the movies. Yeah. The, the Celestials created uh, the Eternals and the Deviants, yeah. which are Thanos. So uh, there's going to be a lot of time stuff. Kevin Feige, he said this movie is going to be like, it, it's the first time we've had characters who spent thousands of years, so it's going to be really interesting. Has Kevin Feige spoken about this movie? Oh, a lot. <laughs> interesting. I haven't yeah. seen his comments on that. Yeah, dude. Oh, um, yeah. I'm really excited for this movie. This is going to be a really weird one. Hercules is a sexy, strong man. Let me tell you about Hercules real quick. The ma- he's like the Hulk, but sexier. The the more he fights, the stronger he gets. The more he has sex, the stronger he gets. The the happier he gets, the stronger he gets. He's built on emotion, and he's amazing. I love him. Uh, yeah. So I mean, as I as I always say, I don't believe anything coming out of Marvel until Kevin Feige tells tells me himself. I know. I'm still sur- I'm shocked that between Captain Marvel and Endgame, they haven't. Uh, they got Spider Man. Well, but like. They don't want to put too many cooked uh, eggs in the kitchen at once. No, but we're getting to the point where once they start filming whatever the next movie is after Spider-Man, which is probably Eternals, as, yeah. we, as we've said, um, they're going to have to tell us what it is. Yeah. And that film, that film's going to have to start shooting soon in order, to make it, in order to make it its release date, the release date that's predetermined. Yeah. There are Marvel release dates for the next three years. Yeah. Now, Kevin Feige has all, has the 
there's only three phases. So, but every but for phase two and phase three, he has mapped out what films are going to be in those phases yeah. until that phase is over. I think we're in a specific Endgame scenario where it's it's really different just right now because think, of Endgame. I think so, but I think the the time the time period uh, of the I think I'm just surprised we haven't heard anything more concrete. Yeah, is honestly what it is. Now we're getting into Endgame. I'm surprised the closer we get to it, I'm surprised the less we're hearing about future stuff because we're getting to I don't the point think where they something's going to have to start filming. I, I mean, just don't think they want to take away focus. Yeah, we're only one month matter. away and then everything can spill out. So they, they don't have a lot longer on that that marathon track. I also wouldn't be surprised if something not necessarily started filming but is already deep into pre-production that we just don't know. It is. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's come, it starts shooting in August. Yeah, I'm but I'm saying I'm yeah. saying even outside of Eternals, if another Marvel movie hits already, like the second Endgame is out, it will start filming I guarantee a pre-production. You, something. Uh, Scott Derrickson is already doing Doctor Strange two stuff. Like the script stuff is sure. in development. Yeah, I'm sure there's tons of scripts that yeah. we don't know about. Yeah, but that's the thing is I'm surprised that we're not hearing anything from him uh, as far as as far as an announcement. Like yeah. the, you know for. Obviously, he did the Phase 2 announcement at Comic-Con. He did the Phase 3 announcement at the El Capitan. I'm surprised that nothing... No one's been queued into a announcement coming. I really I'm just think surprised. it's... I really just think it's Endgame. I bet in a month we'll have a different scenario. Could be. Yeah. Anyway. Um, Hercules is going to be maybe in a movie, guys. That's really cool. Uh, okay, so we got some couple, couple of trailers, and then that'll be it. Um, we have... That's all the news? You guys what? told me to cut no, out no, I know most it's, of it. I didn't realize there was only, like, two things. That's um, crazy. So, uh, trailers. Yes. Annabelle comes home. Had ben, a you love Annabelle. Uh, no, I do not. Yeah, you do. Ben is. No, a, I do not. Uh, ben doesn't like horror movies, as we all know. Have uh, you watched any of the Conjuring films? No. Of course not. Oh, buddy. Why would I? There's a marathon. There's a creepy ass doll with a creepy ass face that murders people. Why would I be into that shit? I brought this up to you before, uh, but I don't know if this is the first time you guys are hearing it. Before Annabelle comes home comes out because. I think that's the same weekend that a that a, a other movie comes out, so we're not going to review it. But I would love to do a Conjuring centric episode where we talk about all the Conjuring films. I'd be down. Is with this one? When does th- when does this come out? And it all comes home. Yeah, I think it's the same weekend as Spider Man Homecoming. Okay. Spider Man. Okay, home. so the the Marvel stuff will be over. I think we should just live stream Ben watching these movies alone <laughs> in the dark. It's twenty four hour live stream. <laughs> well, not twenty four hour. That'd be very very boring for the other twenty two. But Shia LaBeouf did it. <laughs> You did. That was no, I was really, t- I was like, just, I had that, my face, like, mm-hmm. face when you guys sent me the uh, the screenshot of Mark Hamill announcing he's the voice of Chucky. Oh, oh I, we, we didn't talk about that. Yeah, that that's happened. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that, that happened. Awesome, and then I, the second I saw that, I just, I'm just looking at my phone going, God damn it, I'm going to have to see another film. You don't oh have God. to see ben, it. Ben, no. just, just, I was already sold on that movie. Movies, but like, buddy. that's yeah. like icing on the cake. I mean, quick news right there. Well, yeah, Mark Hamill voicing Chucky. I'm already invested because you guys know I love Mark Hamill. Awesome. So. Yeah, but you don't like horror movies, so you don't have to go. I see don't think it. we can say that anymore. I don't think so either. But that's I a know. Uh, no, that's so a different the thing. What I'm, I'm seeing is, what good I'm horror movies. Is, what I'm trying to say is, just because someone is voicing something, have you seen all of the things that Mark Hamill has voiced? Not all of them. I there really he goes. Want... You don't need to see Charles play. However, that doesn't mean he doesn't want to. That's we all have actually, things that we want to see that we have. If you want to see Child's Play, that is another thing. You, But you don't have to see Child's Play. 
Ben, you have to see Child's Play. He's lying to you. <laughs> have you guys seen Child's Play recently at all? No. No. Okay. Like, Dude, the only movie I love that movie. The only I, Child's years. Play movie I've yeah. seen is one day my brother was watching Bride of Ch- or Seed of Chucky. Is that the one with the kid? <sighs> yeah, it's bad. Yeah, that one's horrible. That's why I'm glad we're well, getting a that, reboot. At that point, it was just one of those movies where it said it was a horror movie, but it's really it's just kind of like a joke movie where you but see a bunch of people. It's get Army of Darkness in. at this point. Yeah, it's stupid. Yeah. Mark Hamill's a great voice for Chucky. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. Actually, another uh, show of Mark Hamill's that he's he's on is Nightfall. Nightfall. I want to watch. I actually was interested in watching Nightfall in season one. Season one came out, but I didn't have his. History channel. His but voice a, is very Joker esque. Yeah, it is. It, I heard clips it of it. Threw me off. But luckily, I think Nightfall is up on Hulu right now, so yeah, I'll yeah. be able to catch up. And when season two gets on, I'll be able to watch uh, cool, Mark Hamill's episodes. He looks great. Yeah, big beard. He's like a wizard. Big bushy beard. So Annabelle comes home. <laughs> oh yeah, Annabelle. Uh, ben, you like horror movies? Annabelle comes home. This Annabelle is makes the, some tea. This is Annabelle. The, <laughs> sorry. Two, Annabelle does not make a sandwich. Two, seven. She makes you make the sandwich. Six. I'm no, Curse of La Llorona, seventh. Because I just looked it up on Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah. This is the seventh Conjuring film, because yeah. The Curse of La Llorona is a secret Conjuring movie. So this is the Fast Seven. Yeah. That's where, this was like a really good. Take notes, Universal. Fast Five right. is where it gets really good. Okay, it's true that, true that. Well, so what was the mo- two movies before this one, then, uh, in the Conjuring universe? The Nun, and then Conjuring Annabelle Creation? Two. Annabelle Creation. And that's a good one. We're on the right track, baby. We got it. Annabelle Creation's fantastic. It is. It's Shazam guy. Wait, have we really had two Conjuring, two Annabelle film, uh, two spinoff films before we had a Conjuring movie? Yes. Yeah. Interesting. Now, it? now it's going to be what f- four? Yeah, oh, I guess geez. so. Well, yeah, because yeah. Curse of La Llorona. Yeah. Because Conjuring Three is next year. Annabelle comes home is basically Conjuring. 3. It's basically it's Captain America Civil I mean, War. It's not Conjuring Three. Movie. It's Conjuring One and a Half. It's, one one point five or something. Like that. It's yeah. War, they had to yeah. recast the girl because she's too old. Yeah. No shit. <laughs> Does she look? She looks like the girl. I don't even remember. I so re- I re- I saw, I've recently seen the. I saw Patrick films. Wilson in the trailer, and I was like, "Hey, I know that guy." They're both there. Hey, I love hey, the Warrens. If you like it, when, then you're gonna like the Conjuring movies. When the when when the Warrens were on screen, I'm like, "Heck yeah, the Warrens are back! Yeah. Let's do this!" And it, it was really weird seeing Brandon get like, "Oh heck yeah!" And yeah. I'm sitting there going, "I have no idea what is and going you mentioned, on." We all assumed, uh, like like we assumed, but like this is a prequel to all those movies. So according to the director, and that confuses me. According to the director, and this is real weird. Yeah, I don't believe weird, it. According to the director, this film is a prequel to the first Conjuring doesn't film. Doesn't make sense. But it doesn't make any sense because the music box from that film is in there. And their, I, in their you said you couldn't find anything on, I couldn't find anything either. Yeah. So I'm like, man. Brandon, <laughs> is Annabelle still in the box in Conjuring 2? Yes. <sighs> yeah. That's so stupid. Yeah, Annabelle is still in the box in Conjuring 2. I hate that. Maybe this is like a Wonder I Woman situation. I hate it situation. because like, you, know, you know how this movie ends. And like well, yeah. I, I don't normally I don't normally agree with the the theory that like you can't have a prequel because all the tension's out of it because I don't think that's the point of yeah. like the tension of like will this character survive or that kind of thing. However, in a horror series, it does kind of suck to have a prequel where you know because it, the, the previous Annabelle prequels you didn't know what was going to happen necessarily because it's different people at risk. Yeah, and they're but all. We know the Warrens die. aren't going to die. Yes. Right. So like, but there are the there are the other girls who maybe probably sure of course yeah. they're they'll probably die but like their daughter will be fine. Yeah. They will be fine. Also, I think that vastly changes the way their daughter should behave in the previous Conjuring films if she's gone through this. Oh, I didn't even think about that. So here's so so to Sparks's point, we were all in agreement that it doesn't make sense why this film would set, be set before the first Conjuring uh, film. Specifically yeah. because the trailer uses that music box. It's yeah. like, no, I don't buy it. So yeah. the if but if this film was set after Conjuring, it would make more sense because not just the music box, but in the first Conjuring, the witch, who's the villain of the first Conjuring, uses the doll to terrorize their daughter in their house. 
and that's when they that's when they're like okay we need to get rid of this witch yeah. this is real um so that could be that should be the inciting incident I, of this I, movie i wholeheartedly unsubscribe from the idea that this could take place for her conjuring one if that music box is really in that movie i'm gonna be like no i don't agree with you i don't care because in conjuring in, in conjuring 2 what would also make sense is conjuring 2 uh the daughter is a little bit more like kind of not okay with the, what what the warrens are going through but like there's a bit where valak is in the house in the fir- in the second conjuring and she's just like hey mom there's a demon there's yeah, that yeah. thing here yeah yeah and it's not like oh my god mom like clearly she's sure, seen sure. some shit yeah hmm so Even I, though they didn't know that at the time, that's not right. the reason. They just wanted to play the tension better. Yeah. Do you think it was... This can't happen before Conjuring 1. I agree. I'm going to see this movie, and I honestly, like, if that music box is in it, then the director's a damn liar. Yeah. And could I it don't, just be marketing stuff? Could it just it, be... It could be the director... Because it's recognizable. It could be the director just wasn't... Just misspoke. Or they could, fl- they could pull a fast one on you. Uh, which is... Which is they... Which I, don't, I mean, of course, I don't know what the heck's going on. I don't know if there's significance <laughs> of the music box. But by ben is over here, like, what music box? Speculate. No, by pulling a fast one, is that they show you how that music box got there and how it ends up to wherever. Yeah, the music box there. is the cur- is this thing it's that's from cursed Conjuring. And Conjuring. One. Yeah, well, it'll show because you know how sometimes movies like, hey, you remember this thing? Yeah, it's and the first thing on the bell. Is that no, way. no, but the, the the point being that if the music box is in the movie, uh-huh. it it's it's at, at the house they go to in Conjuring One and they take it. In Conjuring it 1. It should not be so, there So yet. it shouldn't be in their home if this movie takes place before Conjuring it 1 doesn't because make they so have ben, an encounter. So I, I, realize, I realize where Ben's confused. Okay, so Ben, the basement that we see yeah. in in this in this trailer, uh-huh. the Warrens keep everything they take that's cursed. Uh-huh. They take everything that's cursed from, different, from their different cases. They put it there. They put it in that basement and have the basement blessed every, like a treasure every week. That sounds like the worst treasure room in it the history is. of RPGs That's what ever. this movie is. What? Why would you do that? That's what this Oops, movie is. Oops, all that's scary. Why, that's why there's all these haunted stuff in that basement because the Warrens have taken it all and they bless it they 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 have a priest come over and bless yeah. it every week he's in the trailer yeah um, okay. so every that's week that's why Annabelle is there weekly blessings alright because everything's bad oh hey John here for that it's morning room, blessing it's a room of bad no, yeah. you know what this sound okay so because when you guys were talking about the like Odin's throne room but no, like real bad when you guys were talking about the, the, the Conjuring universe and me completely spacing out because I have no idea what the ever loving hell is going on I was thinking of a horror. This is probably super, super niche, and you guys may tell me that this does exist, but fantasy horror. Yeah. I'm talking sword, sorcery, sure. where you have to deal with liches, necromancers, <sighs> shit like that. Does that, that exist? I it, don't know. It, it exists in video games because there's is a definitely time. Niche, yes. Because there was a time I was playing uh, Skyrim. I killed a dragon, and then a freaking lich popped out of nowhere and was try was trying to murder my ass. I'm like, fudge, no, run! But something like that. Like when we the other trailer we're gonna talk about scary stories to tell in the dark that ghost scene that's good that's at, good segue, at actually. the very very end of that trailer I'm thinking just like get, get have a night in it with a with or a mage or something a party of adventurers fight that ghost and that would be a great boss fight I'll tell you what but I went to IMDb's top 100 uh, dark fantasy movies of all time and all these movies I've never heard of <laughs> there are a lot of They're, 60s and 70s write it Ben oh, yeah. write it I could um. I, yeah, so that's a good segue. Scary choices on the dark is the I, other horror movie. Are you guys, can I, can okay. I quick side note before we go there? Sure. Ryan said it's like Odin's tro- treasure I meant room, but yeah. I, No, but I wanted to say yeah. that made me want like Valak to come through it at some point and be like fake. fake. Oh, <laughs> shove them over and then like look at Annabelle and be like, 
that's not bad. <laughs> oh. That's pretty good. But yeah, that sounds like. But yeah, that. By the way, that would scare the crap out of me because Valak is terrifying. I know, right? And if you just see Valak going through like fake, fake, nah, that's pretty good. And you're like, just, no, it's not. It's not good. Go away, Valak. It's like that one. It's kind of like uh, the group of robbers who try to break in. It's like, oh yes, we got all this great stuff. They all die because it's cursed. Oh my god. Warrants would be the worst place hey, to run. Now that now that Ben's talking all this nonsense about the about the Conjuring films, I'm like a hundred percent on board. We need to do this ep- this episode to get him to see all these movies. Uh, I'm still Frack. on board with streaming. Oh, man. I want to stream Ben watching. My fit. Okay, just pop in every now and then see if he screams. Yeah, yeah. Appa- apparently, I can't get out of this anymore. So Not fine, a... I'm I'm so on anyway, board. So Let's do this. Scary stories tell in the dark. Scary stories tell in the dark. Hell yeah. Which mm, I want to see it. Looks spooky. I want to see it. So there you go. Ben likes horror ben movies. Likes horror Apparently movies. I do now. Great. Yeah. Show me some good... Probably because I was just desensitized growing up because when I saw horror, I saw just like it gore porn, mm. like murder porn, as Brandon once said. There's, so there's a lot of yeah. gore porn when we were Where it's just up. like... It has uh, like it's like the stupid... Hostile. Yeah, where it's just like, oh, let's just show as much blood, much gore. You open up, you have it's a bunch of teenagers. Like the, two of them, like the hot ones are obviously gonna die because they're having sex, and then they just mm-hmm. get you murdered know it, stupidly. You, you know what it is? It's a lot of the the early two thousands. Is a lot of directors coming up from specifically coming from, uh, like Evil Dead or Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which I'm not calling those like gore porn movies. Uh-huh. However, the thing was that back then, like they they had to do things a lot more you know, cheesy in the way that they did gore. There oh. were limitations and yeah. everything, yeah. and they're like, well, we have all the resources, we can do as much gore uh-huh. as we want. So they kind of like. It, you know, too much power kind of thing. Yeah. And that kind okay. of happened with a whole bunch of horror films after that. Like, you know, they'd make new Texas Chainsaw Massacres, but they're like, but we can make it real dirty. Just because like, yeah. you have excess blood doesn't mean you need exactly. to use it. Yeah. Exactly. Like um, like with It, what I really liked It because it, it kind of was like, what are you truly afraid of? Halloween, this guy who should be dead but isn't dead. With us, it's like, it's like these are us. How? Don't spoil us. Um, we well, did a review on it last week. He can say these skipped. are us. That's in the trailer. That's fine. They're well, us. I just yeah. not so much what he was saying, but no, like, I know, be careful. I know. That's I know. Yeah, I'll, I know. I'll They're putting fine. their brains in other people. So scary stories to tell in the yeah, dark. Scary right. stories to tell in the dark. So and also, Guillermo del Toro. I was telling to Ryan. What up? Uh, I think we're. I think it's safe to say we are now in a uh, not necessarily the renaissance of horror, but like, hey, the the horror movie blockbuster yeah. is back. Uh, yeah. I, so yeah, uh, I I wouldn't say a renaissance because, but I when you guys pointed it out, there are a lot of big big good horror movies coming out so like they're not they're not trying to shovel them into the September yes. October time anymore yes. they're being yeah. they're getting they're like real chances yeah because they're not two movie it. two horror films coming out next year next yeah. month yeah it's great yeah and it at it chapter two is still slated for September release right yes, yes. so around Halloween yeah okay and we and we uh and nothing wants to compete with it either in no. the horror genre <laughs> I, um, I, I wouldn't I, not, I would not only that but like horror horror getting to attract bigger names oh to absolutely it. Um, that's been a big change too. So we're getting like actors who know the craft, who are willing to commit to like creating full rounded characters. It makes it better. But like whenever, I know we're not talking about it now, but whenever that trailer for it two comes out, every one of those people is a superstar. Yeah. Oh, I can't. I couldn't believe the cast they got <clears throat> yeah. for no, it. No, I can't. Two. I still can't. It's gonna. Yeah. I it's can't gonna until I see it. I'm yeah. gonna be like, this is nuts. Yeah. <laughs> I cannot. I. Scary well. stories to tell in the dark. Right. Scary story. So that's that, pretty good. We were talking uh, about that ghost at the end of the trailer, which reminds me of ghost. Well, it reminds. Did you guys ever see Crimson Peak? Yeah. Yes. yes. Did you like it? Yes. yes. Okay. Good, because I also really liked it. It reminds me of the ghost when you first see her when she leans into um, what's her name's ear. Good. Yeah. And she's like, "Beware of Crimson Peak." It reminds mm. me of that. Um, I also 
that creepy contortionist zombie yeah dude lady holy lich. shit there's a thi- there's a thing in this movie that's like bent over backwards and there's yep. no that's, neck that's but that's the, what he's talking yeah. about the head is yeah. like is like a is like a people walking backwards yeah, like, i don't yeah. also i kind of like how there's a book there i i don't know why i've liked the idea i've seen this in fantasy a lot um probably also harry potter haunted books like the diary of tom riddle <laughs> i don't i don't like the line the book doesn't we don't read, you don't read the book the book reads the book you reads you <laughs> it's a silly line but at the same time the whole concept of a haunted book is pretty sweet so ryan and i kind of talked about this the first time we watched it and he thinks that like everything's happening in like a one form narrative it's not anthology it's, it's a regular movie yeah. right yeah yeah i i don't think that's necessarily true i think that the the thing is that um when they're being revealed stories those stories are like because they say like oh you know those things are are happening but I think that they're also going to get glimpses of those stories. I don't think the girl in the pink dress is actually present in the story with the other characters. He thinks it's I don't more think, anthology. I don't think the guy in the Letterman uh, jacket is in the same continuity still, as those other characters. I think, I think they're yeah. part of the stories because I think that's going to be the narrative is it's the scary stories to tell in the dark and you're going to get the snippets because those stories are short from those books. You're going to get like a three-minute, five-minute snippet following them, maybe longer than that. But it's still a regular movie with just small with segments things, of the stories. Yes, but that's but, still a regular movie, not an anthology. But but it's going to have an anthology-like taste because you're going to get introduced to these different things through those scary stories. As, as much Cabin in the Woods would be considered an anthology story then. That's how I feel it. That's exactly what I it think, is. I mean, I think this is a children's version of Cabin in the Woods, 100%. Uh, this, is not, this is not an no, anthology. This is not a children's movie. Don't say no, that. No, you know what I mean, but it's not... This isn't rated R, is it? Yes. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Hell yeah. I thought it was, I thought it was based off like a kid's book. That's rated R. I mean, like they, awesome. were, they were books kids would read, but that didn't mean... Like, I didn't they know it was rated R. That's awesome. That didn't mean they were super great for children, though. No, it's amazing. That's awesome. They, they were books that, questionably, I probably shouldn't have read when I read them. Did anyone else read these books? No. Nope. I know no. there's a the clown. No. You're looking Goosebumps. at the guy who has a kid who didn't read Goosebumps. Yo, yeah. I not only... Hey, Goosebumps was my shit back Not only the were these stories scary, these stories have some of the most beautiful but disturbing illustrations attached to them in those books. Um, I have some of them, I think, in this house. Um, Uh-oh. Okay, what's the... What's the um, what's the horror movie we watched that we really liked? It's really low budget. It's got uh, Bilbo Baggins. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, uh, Ghost Stories. Yeah. That's a is that a is that a regular movie with anthology like tendencies or yes. is that okay is yeah. that what you think this movie is going to yes. be yes that's I that's agree. a lot closer to what I'm saying then that's it's going okay. to be then I agree with that yeah okay. because because you're splitting into these separate stories but yes. it's all part of a cohesive okay. I thought you were saying this is straight up like going to be anthology no, like no, trick no. or treat no 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 you said trick or treat I did that was a I didn't think about ghost stories and that's a better example but okay, I cool. do think that like I don't think that the girl in the pink dress is in the same time period or yeah. setting as those other characters I think she is part of a scary story they're going to learn We are about. on the same page now my Okay way. I love it This look real good It, it looks real good yeah. It does uh, All right shall we move on I guess I'm, I'm real pleased about it um, I'm going to yes. make you guys take a look at those books Sure in advance of that movie Anything else you guys want to bring up before we move on <sighs> Yes just give me a second right. Oof, let me think Um Anything? No, I don't think All so. Right, so let's nope, move. that's it. Bye. Let's <laughs> move on to our review. Yeah. <laughs> no, I got nothing. All right, then time for our review of Dumbo. This is Disney's latest live-action uh, remake uh, directed by Tim Burton. If you've not seen this movie, please uh, don't listen any further if you care. Uh, so pause Spoilers this. ahead. Spoilers ahead. Pause this. Go see the movie. Come back. We will be spoiling it from here on out. Woo! <laughs> 
or that's my elephant noise. Or skip to the book club. Uh, or if, time code. Or if you want to stay in here, spoilers. That's fine. We don't judge. So I don't know how much you can spoil. So let's get initial thoughts. Uh, I'll go. This is closest to me. Sparks, you first. Uh, I enjoyed it. Um, cool. I really liked the post credits tease of Dumbo flying over Pride Rock. Yeah, yeah thought yeah. that was great. Um, no, I had a great time. <laughs> Ryan. <laughs> Uh, I like this movie uh, fine. It's a good movie. Yeah. Uh, I probably will never see it again, but I had a pretty good time at the movies for yeah. the two hours or so I was there. Yeah. Ben? This is the epitome of fine. Yeah. It's dead. It is better than Solo, a Star Wars story. Thank you very much. A Star Wars story? Yep. You heard me. Okay. That film doesn't get a. D- d- is it the epitome of fine? Is it? I wouldn't go that far. I don't. By the way, props for saying epitome right. Yeah. Fudge off. Ooh, fudge. I, I love you. <laughs> I, I love you too. But there are some things to this movie. There are some great things in this movie. There are the things in this movie that I didn't like at all. I, I, I don't know. We'll get into it. But it, it was fine. It, was, it wasn't... I don't hate it. I don't love it. It was um, dead in the middle for me. Dead. Sure. Well, thank God. <laughs> uh, yeah, I... I you uh, despise this movie. Brandon hates it. No, it's, it's no. all right. Uh, yeah. I, think it's, uh, I think it's charming and cute. Uh, mercifully short. Two hours. Just under, actually. I don't know. I kind of felt it was. It was. I felt the length of. I didn't think me. it dragged. Actually, I thought it was paced uh, fairly well. Um, about an hour fifty-five. It's good length for this type for this type of film. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, one of the things I uh, I did enjoy um, was the nope. It's gone. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. Nothing to enjoy. Well, no. I I, I actually think uh, the this oh this film does exactly what I want these types of remakes to do which is the peach dragon thing you take the name you take the premise and you change it yeah you're not doing the same thing you you're up doing it. something new you're updating it i, I appreciated that they updated it because i didn't want to watch dumbo again i'll tell you what it, it to me it was like um so army of uh, army of darkness evil dead 2 is a is a weird remake but sequel to Ar- to evil dead 1 right sure yeah this is the story of the first dumbo of dumbo 1941 but that movie is only uh, only an hour long this is literally just a continuation i feel like of that story if 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 this were made now because yeah. like they stretch it out and like stuff happens but it's still pretty much the same story I- think because there's not a lot to change because brandon myself sparks and Ryan and i we saw the original dumbo again about a week ago everything in, in that movie that. is in this movie yeah. Yeah. yeah no it's not a lot of it is nah there ain't no racist crows <laughs> no the good stuff though oh, is okay. in there of course i don't mean the racist crows yeah but the story stuff i think because when i was watching the new dumbo 2019 i had i was constantly comparing it to the 1941 version and obviously there's a lot of improvements but I also thought that they took an hour movie and they stretched it into two hours, mm-hmm. and they, you can literally split this movie in half. You can split it to where Dumbo finally learns to fly, and then you can put it. And then the sequel is essentially them going to Dreamland. Yeah, where to That's quote I mean. to quote Lindsay Ellis when she, when she was doing her Beauty and the Beast Day uh, video, where they padded the hell out of that one. This one they had the original that you know with some with some updates and changes and no racist crows. Thank you. No talking some, animals, period. Yeah. yeah, or talking animals, period. And then you add something completely new to the Dumbo, to essentially Dumbo's life that we never seen before. Whereas the 1941 ending had a nice 1941 ending where Dumbo's mom is happy. He Dumbo's a, a super movie star, and this one movie star. So I and actually, this one he actually gets to live his life out with the rest of his kind. So I actually appreciated how, you know, the first 20 minutes of the film we get a lot of homages and touches to the original film. I do film. like that. I do uh, like that. But then they're 
gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're, they're done until the pink elephant sequence. Uh, and I... I have a thing about the pink elephant I sequence, really, we'll get there. I really appreciated that. It was just like, hey, here's the stork. Here's the train. Here's the thing. Okay, bye. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the stork, like, th- stork thing was cute. I, yeah. I like the I th- stork I thought, thing. I thought, okay, good. Thank you for just getting all that out of the way. And quick little side note, when I was a little kid, my parents only put on Dumbo so I could watch the Casey Jr. sequence, and Casey Jr. to this day is one of my favorite rides at Disneyland. I oh, yeah, Casey Jr. Uh, got a smile. I love that train. Okay, uh, I love that train. There's there's not a lot of room to not do a lot of different if yeah. you're going to have the animals not talk. Mm-hmm. Dumbo yeah. is almost entirely a movie about animals talking to each other, yes. mm-hmm. and they hardcore went away from that. Which I think was a good decision, uh-huh. and uh, for the live action, and that means that the movie's got to be completely different and padded with different things. Yeah. yeah. So that none of that surprised me. I guess is the it had movie. to be padded. By out. the way, surprises. You know what surprised me? Huh. Alan Arkin is in this movie. Yeah. Not only that, he says "Wow." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but not when I wanted him to. <laughs> I wanted the elephant to fly around and him wow. to go "Wow, wow." I, I wow. Love, when Alan Arkin showed up, I'm like. What the hell are you doing at this movie? I was, you know Who what? Was Alan Arkin? I, Alan Arkin was JJ. He's the, He's bank the old, guy, old bank man. And he goes, uh, this is a disaster. And he, just, and he just slaps his head. Magic dust. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Or at the, watching, end, at the end, I'll buy you a hot dog. Yeah, watching mm. him play okay. with uh, Danny DeVito and Michael Keaton was pretty good. Yeah. Now pretend I don't remember who Alan Arkin is. Mm-hmm. He's the he's the guy who was who Michael Keaton wanted to He's invest. the bank man. The bank guy at the end, the bald no, guy. No, no, no. I'm talking about like his career wise because I don't. Oh, like him. he's been in every. He's been the in joke, so much. The joke we keep making uh, in reference to him is that in Santa Claus, Claus three, he's the oh, one. The he's one the dad ne- who's like, wow, oh, wow. Do you mean the wow, Santa Claus yeah. movie I never saw? Okay, mm. got it. But, but he's also like a legendary actor though. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like, but I'm blanking on everything he would have seen him in. Yeah. That's not what this is about right now. That's an off podcast conversation. Yeah. So go ahead. I was a little disappointed once this movie started because I got real stoked that there might be two Danny DeVitos in this movie. Me I too. did too. And oh, I was like, I didn't want to talk to you about too. it because I wanted to talk about it on the yeah. podcast because the moment it was Medici Brothers, I'm like, yo, if there's a secret Danny DeVito character in this movie that they didn't reveal in marketing, I'm about to be so I was like, so this is the second stoked. movie that Danny DeVito has twins I wanted in. like oh, a genuine Danny DeVito character like as he was in this movie. And then I wanted like the, the more showman-like the Danny DeVito. One. Yeah, the mustache yeah. one. And I was like, I, I was ready for it. And yeah. I'm okay with the fact that he wasn't in it. But I got real excited with that opening because they they kind of draw your attention to it a lot they in do. the one part where there's um, where it's doing the montage, which I like that montage a lot of them traveling uh, across the country. I love when pieces. maps. It's kind yeah. of it's, yeah. it, it, it's reminiscent of the original Dumbo, where you see the stork fly yes. and you see mm-hmm. surprising yeah. to open your yeah. movie with a sequence with, like that with yeah. beautiful orchestration of Casey Jr. Yes. Um, oh, yep. I was. I was actually <laughs> saying. I was actually saying. Danny Elfman is kind of in his I don't give a shit. And phase. honestly, yeah. one of the only like. This is a Tim Burton movie moments that happens, which is where the tunnel goes all red and white loopy for a second. Yeah. yeah. Really like that. But uh, yeah, they call your attention to it because they have the Medici brothers sign with both their faces mm-hmm. and they show at the same time like two clips of the separate costumes of him. And I'm like, yo, are they are they for real? Like, is this is this for real? And then it's not. And I'm like, man, I kind of wanted that I'm to glad be for he real. wasn't because I was ready for him to be a big old jerk. But he's he's not. No, I'm not glad really. he wasn't either. Uh, yeah, I, I'm glad he wasn't. Either. I thought, um, besides the kids, honestly, I thought all the performances were pretty good. Actually, I actually I didn't think any of the performances were anything to write home about. I oh. didn't like Michael Keaton's actually. I love Michael Keaton. Uh, Michael I, I Keaton. He is Michael so Keaton. wacky, dude. Michael, he Keaton is, is, but Michael Keaton is doing a thing in this movie that I appreciate. Yeah, um, I appreciate it too. But he's clearly having he's clearly having fun with it. But outside of that. 
there's nothing there's no meat to any of the characters in this film yeah i would argue that michael keaton needed no meat He's Probably. just he's just he's a, chewing. He's just bad Walt Disney. He's like shady he Walt yes. Disney. You didn't yes. need yeah. you didn't need more than that. Uh, Even he, when I was he's it's fine that he is a just a slimy bad person. Right. Well, my 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 statement was just to highlight that he's the only one who's doing something interesting. Everyone else is just kind of there. I thought Danny DeVito was very charming. Yeah. It, to be I, honest, like I, I I connected and related to him a lot, especially all the moments where he's talking about how his troop is a family. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I like I, Colin I, I that, that. I like nope. that. Yeah. Colin Farrell. Oh, Colin Farrell. I yeah, believed I Colin Farrell. I believed Colin Farrell. I I think that on both ends, more so on the 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 child, but the the relationship, the estranged relationship, and the fact how how it's supposed to grow through the film isn't. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a script problem more than it's a performance problem. It's a honestly, problem. that it's just not well done throughout. Okay. It's not thematically strung in well enough. And part of that is that the son is super unnecessary and only exists for the same reason that Nagini was turned into a person, which is so that the daughter has someone to talk at. Mm-hmm. Uh, the son didn't need to be there at all. He's he also adds nothing. Bad. He now, becomes irrelevant once they go to Dreamland. Yeah, because also, I didn't really like the daughter... The, I don't want to bash her, but I didn't really like her performance. I don't she's think stiff. she's good. She's stiff. But, yeah, I think, but I think the character serves a purpose, whereas the son doesn't serve any. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, because um, the young actress who played uh, uh, Millie, I can't remember her name. This is her first movie. It's her first movie. Congratulations on getting a huge... But if you didn't know who Alan Arkin is, I'm not going to expect you to know who this, <laughs> who this girl who this is. this 10-year-old girl is. Yeah. She, it definitely feels like she's line reading a good yeah. chunk of it. There but are moments where it works, and I was telling Ryan that like she comes across as like a stiff board and a slate with no emotions, and I think that works when she interacts with the dad, but she has no enthusiasm yeah. about Dumbo. Exactly. Which she needs. Yeah. Okay. Here's here's my big thing about because I get that she's a scientist. I get that she wants to be known for a mind and scientists, um, especially those who did look you because they just reminded you all the time. Yeah. She's like Belle from yeah. Beauty and the Beast. Yes, she is. Remake, right? Yes. yes. Okay. <laughs> but she, I get that scientists are logical. They're cold. They're calculating. They don't tend to show a lot of emotion. But when she was up on the ladder, I think that's unfair to scientists. Well, whatever. <laughs> I mean, I get that they like to tend. They look more at things logically, not less a lot more emotionally. Are you thinking about Mr. Spock and less science? <laughs> just, just let me finish my point here, please. Thank okay, you. I'm sorry. But the part where she's up on the ladder, where Dump, where that's on fire, and she gives Dumbo the feather, and she's like, "Fly, Dumbo." I'm like, "Just yo, give you, some you hit more on a great moment. Shit. Yeah, when Dumbo's falling yeah. with yeah. the feather, and she's just like, "Fly, Dumbo, fly," and I'm like, "You shout that, little girl. Yeah. You shout, fly, Dumbo, fly." Don't <laughs> what is he doing? Like, don't whisper. Yeah, I get he has big ears, but damn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. It, I will. So I want to. I want to touch on what I think is actually the saving grace of this film. And that is actually Dumbo. Yeah, he's adorable as all hell. I, I want to hug him. I think that elephant is super adorable mm-hmm. and the most emotive thing in the movie. I it's want really to hug cute. him. I want I think to Dumbo keep him works safe. Great. I, I think, want, I want I think to give that little baby get, everything in the world. You get the story through Dumbo. You understand his emotions. More effort went into portraying Dumbo's emotions did uh, to, than it did to the, any of the actors. Well, I would hope so. It's the I name of the again, movie. I don't think that's fair to Colin Farrell. I just don't think the script gives him enough that's fair. opportunity. Yeah. I, could talk about Colin Farrell. Actually, you bring up something else I wanted to touch on is that the... the I And I don't actually know if you can call it this, but I'm pretty sure they tried to force a love a, a love interest between her, him and... Uh, Colette? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Obviously. it's not even. It's I not saw, even forced. It's there at the end. I saw but that from a mile no, away. There's no. Nothing in the script leads you to that moment. It, it's all. All you have is that moment where, uh, where he's commenting on her being like the millionaire's girlfriend, and she's like, "Yeah, I'm not that." And he's like, "Oh, that's interesting." Like the idea is at the end. Like nothing happened to force it. 
until the very end, which is time has passed and they've got that place. So I just assumed that they got together. That didn't yeah. bother me because I didn't need them to feel that. I didn't want that in the movie. And the fact that it just happened after time passed, I'm like, yeah, that's fine. That's we don't need an extra 20 minutes the, of the that movie. That was the only place where it happened. But it's it's peppered into it's it, they try to pepper it throughout with the performances of the two actors and I don't think that works. I mean I I get what you're saying. To me, I don't think that's really a problem to in me, the film. The, the that whole I mean obviously they end up together in the, the movie. It was like a side thing that you know it's gonna happen. You just let it happen and I I was okay with. That. I didn't know it was gonna happen. I had a feeling. I didn't I didn't know it was gonna happen. But I mean like. It, it was it was in the movie as much as I thought it should be, which is just that like, oh, they're kind of like warming up to each other, whatever. Yeah. I didn't need it to like connect the dots because again, it's not really the point. I of didn't need it to, but I also I also kind of wish it didn't. I I wish it wasn't there. If you're because again, this is kind of go this is going to what I'm saying about the performances of this film are are kind of not there. Uh, if you're going to try to pepper in something through the script, the actors aren't doing the legwork. There's you keep getting the sense of it. But there's just nothing there, I, I just, and I can't explain it any better than the actors are giving you nothing, and I, I think that's I, I think that could be the script problem. That could be an actor I, problem. I, I, I don't I, agree in regards to Colin Farrell and Ava Green. I don't think that they are not giving you anything. I think that the the script just doesn't have. All I think the moments they're I they're doing them. the best that they can with what they got. Yeah, yeah sure. like I, and I I see what you're saying. Like it doesn't feel like those characters are giving you much because they're they don't have much to work with. Right. Yeah. That, I feel that. that. But that's just all I'm saying is yeah. because there are things in the script that are you're, that are trying to a better script. W this would be better. <laughs> it's hard to explain. Bef before, bef like, I, I don't even care about like the the Ava Green Colin Farrell thing as much as I I wish that the story because I think it's a good idea. The idea of him coming home from war and not being the same mm -hmm. and him not knowing how to talk to his daughter because the mom was there when he left, but now she's not and she was better at it mm -hmm. and him having to kind of reconnect. And again, like, I just don't think the son should be there. So it's just the daughter and that kind of thing. And then that being a parallel of for her having lost her mom, being estranged from her dad, why she can connect to Dumbo. All that I like. I just wish that the theming of it had been played better in the film, like the, the actual parallel had been more direct that they built more scenes. Like I, I think that the, the relationship between uh, the dad and the girl works best in like the, the scene where he finally decides to acknowledge the things she's likes by going into the world of science. Oh thing. yeah. Oh. Which, which I thought was cute when yeah. I thought he thought of it and then walked uh -huh. in there. But the second time I saw it, I realized that he sees her sitting in there and I'm like, Oh man, come on, oh, dude. He does. I put thought, it together. Yeah. I thought the first I, no. time that he was just going to walk into the, no, no, he uh, sees her sitting it. in the window. I thought he was just walking around and then went, Oh, the science building. And I was going to give him props for it, but he sees her. Yeah. She's sitting there, and I'm like, man, dude, come on. It's not you gotta, like, you gotta put some effort. It's not, 1919. The, yeah, it's not like the first thing she mentions. The second they get into freaking Dreamland is, look, they have a science building. Evil I want to go there. Uh, the other thing, the other thing that I kind of wish they'd, I don't know, like, I don't think it's like did more with, but I, I guess like just made more a clear stance about, is that there is an undertone of like. Hey, circuses aren't great because today they're not. We don't like circuses. We don't like that they keep animals in captivity and all that. And that's there, but it's it's not really like a present thought. You know, it's only developed in the sense that like, well, Dumbo's clearly like a very special thing. So now we're like, oh, animals. No, I don't. 
I don't know if this is the movie to do that. No, no, no. But I mean, like, if you're gonna, I, I if you're gonna lean saying. that way, yeah, make it make make a clear opinion about it. And I and I wanted that more through Medici rather than just a throwaway line at the end. And and here's exactly what it would have been. It would have been like moments like what I was telling you about Ryan, which is um, I don't I don't like that Colin Farrell's character of Holt doesn't um say anything when the daughter asks him to when the mom's being taken away because he knew that the other dude is the reason the mom freaked out. He knows that he he saw it. And I wanted him. Mama Jumbo is being taken away for no him, reason. I wanted him to attempt something, instead of saying to his his daughter when she says, "Well, mom would do something." He's just like, "Well, mom, not here." And I'm like, mm, "I get it," but like, oof. Uh, yeah, or, I, I was or, liking how during that scene because you can obviously tell that died that Colin that Colin Farrell was like that. Um, Holt was getting through to Mama Jumbo. It's like, "Hey, everything's gonna be fine. Don't worry." And she's like, "Okay, okay, I'm calming down." It wasn't until that a hole comes in with the web. He's like, "Now he's gonna start some shit." Uh, At least and, he died. And to be honest with you, um, Bald man. while I think that there should have been more theming in parallel with the, the dad and daughter relationship, I do think that the main person character, and this would have been where that circus thing comes into play, should have been Medici. And I think that Medici should have had a point, and I know exactly what it is. It's when uh, he, uh, when when Michael Keaton's character is walking away and he says, let's have the El- mom and Jumbo killed. And he just saw, and he knows that's the mom that he gave away, and he sees how upset uh, they're all getting. That's when I wanted Medici to get more involved, to be like, yo, uh-uh. Even yeah. if he didn't do it in that moment, for him to start making the plans against him, rather than just that one moment of him being like, hey, that's a maintenance guy, it's fine. I wanted him to be more actively a part of undoing this, as, as a message of, like, I've learned something. I think... Yeah, I can understand that. I get what you're saying, but I think more time needs to pass in the movie before so, that. So, that's so you another, gotta wait a couple minutes. So that's yeah. another reason. Yeah. Uh, another thing I was gonna say is that I kind of wish that there had been, like, a month's time, and you could do it in the montage the same way that they did, like, the train travel at the beginning, a montage of time where they were at Dreamland and things were good. And then he's like, you know what would be great? Put her on the elephant, and that's where things don't go good. But like, it was, it was fine. very, it was very fast. It was fine yeah, yeah, when yeah. the elephant just flew around. And I think if they just montage that, like, oh, things are working, and he's happy, and everybody's pretty good, but he still hasn't used the troop, and that's like a, hey, when are you gonna use the troop? And he's like, ah, oh, eventually, eventually, you know. And then things come undone instead of him just kind of being clearly shady from the get-go you know what sparks you actually did point out a thing that i actually do have a bit of a problem with this movie when i was talking to fanny about last night is that this movie i couldn't put my finger on until just now the movie does move way too fast you just said it has pacing problems no i didn't at the beginning you said that you said you felt the length of this film yeah that it was too padded yeah Yeah. it was too padded like i was i had (laughs) i said i had problems with the length of the movie it could have been shorter but he's right. There are times where the movie goes like, okay, sure, they just get to Dreamland and then they're going to try and do something and it goes horribly yeah. wrong. You know what? I will say, uh, like the first half before Michael Keaton shows up, uh, like it felt it felt like everything was like progressing fine. And then it did feel like things were happening a lot faster. And yeah, a lot yeah. Faster. It, it yeah. kind of took this this jig step. And I'm like... Like 10 minutes after they meet him, they're already bought and moved. And, and the I'm like, is, whoa, that's so you fast. Didn't, you didn't need to add like 20 or 30 more minutes to this movie. Yeah. Just add like in a montage where like... They went to Dreamland, and things were good. Things were working. We only need about five or six minutes dedicated to that. And then he's like, because that would create the churn, and then everybody's kind of gotten to know each other a bit better. Medici can be more involved in what's going on, so he can make decisions. And then have it go, yeah, but now I want her on the elephant. And everybody's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, it's working fine. Why? And he's like, no, I want bigger. I want bigger. If stuff was cut from this movie. Michael, mm-hmm. Michael Keaton's role was supposed to be Tom Hanks, right? When this film was first being cast, it was Tom Hanks circling this role? Whoa, I don't even remember. 
I don't remember. I just remember I was excited because Michael Keaton and and Danny DeVito were working together again with Tim Burton. Yeah. Yeah, I so mean, I don't remember. I, I'm fairly I w- certain it was supposed to be Tom Hanks. And I'm he gl- dropped out. I'm glad it wasn't. I, like I wanted to. I wanted to touch on. Actually, I was just about to say. I, I think Tom Hanks could have had a lot of fun. In this oh, I'm sure. Role. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you touched on the Pink Elephants on Parade. What do you want to po- elaborate oh, on that? And he's oh, pointing. Yeah. And he's pointing at me. So I feel that Pink Elephants on Parade had no business being in this movie other than a sh- flashback to the original. I agree. It serves nothing. It is no purpose than just being a trippy Tim Burton, Danny Elfman musical scene. It's a part scene. of the circus act. I, I get it's part of the we circus act with, with, the, bu- with the bubbles, but here's yeah. the thing. In the, ri- in the original, the original 1941 film, we get the pink elephants because Dumbo... He gets acti- drunk. Yeah, he accidentally drinks champagne that he wasn't supposed to, yeah. and then he ends up on the top of a tree, and thanks to the racist crows, we find out he can fly. P.S. Yeah. I really like the uh, line where Danny DeVito's like, no booze near the baby. Yeah, I like that line too, because <laughs> like that, that leads to uh, big elephants. You, no, you're, you're absolutely correct. I, I think the, the only reason why this why the sequence, the sequence doesn't serve a narrative purpose in this no. film. It serves a purpose, it serves the, the refer- referential purpose, yeah. and mm-hmm. I don't feel like it's necessary, especially because if we're led to believe that the only thing fantastical in this world is an elephant who can fly... You're now telling me to believe that they are making magical pink elephant bubbles. So what I everyone's assumed, high in that call. So what I assumed was that Dumbo saw the bubbles moving like that, but not the audience. You know what? Right. I think it was. I, but I, the, I can understand that, but the movie doesn't play it yeah, like that. But then you get Dan DeVito sitting there with um I, Alan Ark Alan Arkin. Alan yeah. Arkin. Alan Arkin and Michael Keane and so he's pink like elephants. Pink so, elephants. Then you know it's like pink elephants pink on elephants. parade. So what? <laughs> so what? Uh I I think that um, every time it shows a shot that isn't from Dumbo's angle, the they're moving, yeah. right? Or and it's close-ups of them moving. There's a lot right? of there's a lot. But of whenever it's a wide coliseum shot, like the last one where he shuts it and everything, mm-hmm. the the bubbles are just bubbles. They're still. What, yeah. So we see we see we see floating bubbles, and then it turns into the pink elephant sequence. From yeah, the, yeah. From that moment on, we don't see any other perspective other than it's pink elephants. No, no, no. What I'm saying is like, um, there's the low angle shot, and we watch Dumbo's face, and we see that low angle yeah. shot from him, and we also see close ups of it. We also see a couple of Coliseum shots that are from different angles around the Coliseum. When we see those, the bubbles aren't moving. Is what mm. I'm saying, which is why I interpret it as Dumbo sees them moving and dancing. But the audience probably doesn't. Right, but I, that, I will say. But then that calls up the other problem, like, well, if he's not drunk in the sequence, why is he seeing? Because the whole I, I will agree with you that it doesn't serve any narrative purpose, even from that perspective. Mm-hmm. However, everybody would have hated it if Pink Elephants Very, on Parade wasn't. I, I find the narrative purpose it. to put it in. Find the narrative purpose to put it in. I don't know what that would be without him being drunk. <laughs> yeah, that's and it. I don't think and anybody also, wanted to do the, the drunk narrative baby purpose story. in the first one. Besides, he he just gets drunk and has a vision. Yeah, yeah like well, the whole no, purpose of Pink Elephant at least to the sequence oh. where he learns how to fly. Yeah, the whole purpose yeah. of Pink Elephant is he gets drunk, he's afraid, no. and he gets up on the tree. So that's that's what dr- the drunk part of that is. Mm-hmm. But Pink Elephants on Parade itself is just a visual representation of what happens to him because when he's, he's drunk. drunk. Yeah, that is. Pink Elephants on Parade, the original sequence, purely exists because they wanted to do something with animation they hadn't done at that time. That's the whole reason. The way that they they styled all of those characters, they wanted to see how that would land. Which is still trippy as hell to this day. Exactly. And that's the only reason that exists. So for the live action one, they they still want to have a tribute to that because that is... Arguably the most iconic thing from Dumbo. Yeah, I, I which just feel I understand. Like found an organic way to put the to put Casey Jr. Find an organic way to put in Pink Elephants. Yeah, I think I, it was organic because it starts with them making the bubbles. Yeah. It's part of the show. Which I now once again the sequence itself I think is great. It's it Tim Tim Burton found a way to turn that trippy as all hell sequence and find like a way music. to 
to make it into a way mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. can be used in like an actual circus in 1919. I actually like this. I actually like the sequence itself. Yeah. But that the second it started happening, I'm like, you're just putting this movie be because it was the original, which I get, and and you're I agree with you, Sparks. Everyone would have hated it if they didn't put Pink Elephants on Parade or even a slight mention of Pink Elephants on Parade. Sure. I am also on side of Brandon where it serves no narrative purpose. Sure. It's another what, five minutes of it, movie that we did not need, but <laughs> we have anyway, so okay. <laughs> would would it have bothered you as much if the bubbles just didn't move? If they acted as bubbles. Yeah. I, you know what? Actually, I would have preferred that because if they just act like bubbles, that to me, with the with the song, with sure, the sure. Pink song, that to me is a narrative. You know, it's part of the circus. You sure, know, sure. We're seeing or, this moment. Or. And that's, that's the reference. No, or, no. I know. I'm, I'm saying. Or you could have had what the humans saw and made it clear that what the humans were seeing were just bubbles that eventually turned like elephants, and then you saw what Dumbo saw, which was the elephants moving and the ones sucking them up, the trippy side, so you can see what's going on in his imagination, and then for us humans, because then you get that Led oh, DeVito that's line. A good, that's a I good, think they were trying reference. to do that. They probably were, but, but every time I was seeing it, it was just these random elephants, and then I took me, and I was like, oh, so Dumbo was watching that the whole time. Not the what the what Dan DeVito saw was. Uh, bul- bubble. Oh, I almost said balloons. Uh, bubbles that looked like elephants, but they really weren't. Well, what Dumbo was seeing was all the trippy shit. What you're what you're talking about. I want to want to want to say this because in the film are periodic points of points of view sequences where we see it from Dumbo's eyes. Yeah. Right. What 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 Ben is saying would make a whole lot more sense. Uh huh. Is if we saw it from his eyes. Sure. And we I'd see that we're seeing the pink elephant. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't disagree. And I think that would have been an interesting way uh-huh. to do it, uh, like like what Ben was saying. I just, I, I go like, into like I have no like real nostalgia for Dumbo. I go to see a movie called Dumbo, and like, do I. oh, hey, look, the pink elephants are there. It's, it's on. Yeah, okay. Yeah. They got it. Like, Another like, check mark off the list. I didn't like. I I kind of wanted Dumbo to get drunk and have a much more trippier thing. Like I expected this a Tim Burton movie to be a little little crazier than it was. I was actually kind of surprised how tame it was. Yeah, I was, um, yeah, which is not t- necessarily a bad it's thing. It's not bad, but. I I think this is one of his better mainstream films. It's it's definitely it's a lot closer to Big Fish. It's definitely yeah, tamer. It's definitely yeah. not as batshit crazy as Alice in Wonderland, yeah. that's for sure. So uh, my only point with that, and then let's leave the pink elephants thing behind. My only point with that is that I agree with you. Uh-huh. I agree with you. That would have been better. It still wouldn't have served a narrative purpose. Oh, yeah. But course. it would have been better. Yeah. But it wouldn't have solved your narrative oh, issue. Yeah. That's, that's uh, fair, but that would be a different uh, argument. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think you liked it but i got totally taken out by the line sorry ryan liked it but i got totally taken out by the line of let's get ready for dumbo me i just wrote this no i just wrote this fucking note i there's our one there's our one yeah i wrote that note i was about to say it Uh, let's get ready for dumbo so So did the worst piece of shit i've ever seen in in my life i'll tell you what bummed me out is that the lead up to it was i've never um, been that passionate about anything neither have i my goodness uh, the the lead up to it was the reference to the song the crows which i liked because you've never seen a horse fly, you've never seen, mm-hmm. you know, all that. Yes. That's great. That's where the he yes, was that's, going with. Yes, okay. that's what it was. And I thought that was great. And then he does, let's get ready for Dumbo. And I'm like, oh, no hey, Spark. Is that the same? That wasn't, that wasn't a laughter of me enjoying it. That's okay. a laughter of, oh my God. I wasn't sure. I wasn't no, sure, which I, is why it, I had to. It's it's ridiculous. So quick question. That guy, is he the same guy yes. who yes. does yes. UFC that, fights? That I line, had a feeling. Ben, that line is copyrighted. Only he can ever say that line or yeah. any or any, that or man's or any a variation of that Not, line. That man's a millionaire because Not of that. Not only did wow. I hate that they did it, 
I hated that they did it twice. Yeah. Yes. yes. His name is. Uh, it's like you know what? Do it once, you're fine. Do it twice, okay? We have problems, but I I hated that so much. I went to see this with Zara. She didn't understand why the whole time because when as soon as he started, I recognized the guy. Yeah. As soon as he started saying it, I was like, oh, his name no, is no, Michael no, no. Buffer. Yeah. And he's a millionaire. As soon as he started saying, I I knew where it was going. And, uh, and Zara was like, why are you cringing? I was like, because I really w- don't want this to happen. It was my least favorite thing in the whole movie. You know what? Not I hated it. When he started talking, I'm, th- I'm thinking, is like, your voice sounds very familiar. I and knew it immediately. The second he said the let's get ready for that, I was like, no. And you know what's why? even better, guys? He does it twice. I, it's so uh, bad. And I love, and like, I, it's not good, but like, I, I appreciate how dumb it is. Like that, especially the second time. It's like they're rubbing it in, yeah. and I'm like, I can't believe Making his Tim Burton for really allowed this. Time. I can't believe this is in a Disney movie. Uh, yeah, I can't. I can't I'm like, believe who it. sat in a room and thought this was the idea? I'm laughing at how like how baffling it is. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I can't believe it. Would have been a lot happier if a chorus was singing. Um, I seen about seen about everything with the day I seen elephant fly, but they did that instead, and okay. Oh, uh, yeah. So that. <laughs> took me right out of the movie. Yeah, anyway, took um, everyone out of the movie. Ryan, I want you to talk for a moment about your MVP. Oh, Rongo. Rongo. Rongo the Strongman. Oh, yeah. So the Strongman, the Animal Wrangler, the Accountant. Uh, and the he, Musician. And the Musician. He plays a sick drum set. Oh. I love that part where he runs in and he's just on the drum set and playing the, playing the trumpet. Rongo! And everything. <laughs> uh, yeah, that guy was awesome. Uh, I, I like, like, I like, Big fish too. Like I like movies that have like a big cast of quirky characters. I like I like the troop, and I think Tim Burton. Like even a lot of, a lot of those characters uh, didn't talk, but like like the mermaid. Like, the mermaid rem- when she's at the bridge and she's like, "Take me oh. back to the sea to lure the guards," and I'm like, "This is the best distraction." Yeah, dude. <laughs> I was definitely cackling a little bit. There was the, some real I, good stuff. The the whole busting out scene of with the um with Mama Jumbo. Mm-hmm. I thought that was great. Even like when you saw the shadows of like the crocodile, yes. the, all the other yes. stuff. I thought that was real cool. I was yeah, like, that's oh, when I felt the most okay. Tim Burton when like. Like everything's foggy and there's oh, like yeah. fake monsters and yeah, they yeah. turn out to be people in disguise. You know, yeah, like, yeah. This I, is awesome. There were times I forgot Tim Burton directed this movie. Yeah, sometimes, yeah. That definitely, and then I'm like, that yeah. definitely happens. And then it gets yeah. and then it turns into Werewolf in London, American Werewolf in London. There I'm you like, go. Okay. Like, I'm, I, no, there was just a werewolf on Coney Island. It was all dressed up in the oh, yeah. shirt and everything. It's <laughs> pretty good. You set me up. You did. Uh, <laughs> I did. Yeah, I really, I really enjoyed a lot of the the like escape sequence the rescue sequence yeah. i thought all that was really great i liked how much the troop was involved i like that the strong man could bend bars but it still needed the like flexible contortionist to get yeah. through it yeah i think the i think most of the visuals are really good yeah i think this movie looks really uh, good and props to them on the way they created element elephant behavior we know a lot more about elephants now and how intelligent they are they do mm-hmm. a really good job of conveying while making at i argue that dumbo doesn't look that much like a real elephant, and I'm not Who just talking it? about the ears, I'm talking in the face. Yeah, uh-huh. You know, like, no elephant really looks like that in the face, but it's good because he's expressive, and that's really is a live-action adaptation of what he looked like in the cartoon. Yeah. However, Mama Jumbo does look like a real elephant, and uh-huh. I still get emotion from her. Yes. So do I. And, I. and I thought that was really well done. I the agree. animal CGI, I thought, was fantastic. In as, I, as I said, the, ele- the Dumbo single-handedly saves this movie for me. Good yeah, thing. Yeah. I, I, wanted to, I wanted to specifically highlight yeah. that I thought Mamba Jumbo was great. Yeah, she, um, that she... Dear it looks like Jumbo. a real elephant, but I, I have a lot of investment and care about her. Um, I thought they did a great job conveying that. Um, I really like that. Oh my god! When Ava Green walks into the walks into the control room and Dumbo's with her, oh. and just like saunters in, I was like, "Oh, dude, that elephant's so cute. That, that <laughs> elephant's the best." Every <laughs> so oh. you know the scene when the, right before they go to the costume, you see all those Dumbo plush toys. Yes, yeah. Fanny's sitting next to me. She's like, 
Those, those top like, ones are sums. Sims, sims. They are. The top ones yep. are sums. Yep. I noticed I, we, it the second we time. We did notice that. Yep. The top ones are sums. I've listened to this movie Marketing. once, but the, she, she was focusing on the ones on the bottom because they're walking by, and fans like, I think they sell those at Disneyland. I'm like, I would. They. Why oh, would yeah. they? They definitely sell those sums. What were yeah. you about to say? Uh, that was. I was going to bring up the sums thing, but the other thing I was going to bring up is um, uh, a nut. I like Michael Keaton's character a lot in this movie. I like uh, particularly Shitty like where, where Medici is like, what do I do? And he's like, <laughs> and he just leaves. Or um, when they're like, everyone has a conversation with him explaining like, you got to let him reconnect with his mom and everything. And he like, doesn't hear them. And he's like, why are there children in my office? <laughs> he just is on this other level. And it works you know, for me. There are times like parts like that. I thought Michael Keaton was doing very well. And there are other parts, like when he's in the control room. Okay, of that's the tower, what I was about to that's get to. That's not a good scene. He, where I just don't like it at all. Pulls a that's, Kylo Ren. That's yeah. That's what I was gonna get to. Is that I, the only problem I have is that I am utterly unconvinced that he ever gets so upset that he would continuously bash his thing to the point he destroys yeah. his entire empire. Yeah. Even, I just couldn't believe it. If he had just flipped a single switch and things went bad from there, also that actor who's like telling him, no, don't do that, is filmed. I'm not blaming the actor for a bad performance. He's filmed in a weird way that makes it seem like he's not even in the same room. Yeah. He's like filmed in this way where he's like, no, stop that. And he's like standing <laughs> off to the side, like yeah, yeah, looked yeah. like a bad like high school project or something. He's like, like sir, no, stop. He's like, like, sir, reshot, you're like going a year to. Later. It, was, it was bad. He's like, sir, you're <laughs> going to cause a power surge. He keeps hitting the thing. Yeah. And the whole, even I was, when I was watching this movie, like when they first go into Dreamland for the very first time, Fanny Lane's over, she's like, this is just like Disneyland. Like, oh yeah, Dreamland is like a pro to Disneyland, yeah. absolutely. But at the same time, we're with um, it's bad. Mike's, yeah, it's like evil Disney. It's like this is an evil version of Walt. If Walt ever super lost his shit and decided to whack things, hey guys, this stick. is a movie about not selling out to corporate overlords. Um, Disney brings you Dumbo. And something I didn't realize until the second time watching it. Um, so they shut down the power and they have the escape and everything. Uh, people are on those rides. They burn to death. Um, <laughs> animals are trapped in that uh, nightmare island. They die. Yep. Uh, like straight up, they Moida. kill. A, they they are like, yay! We save Mama Jumbo. Dumbo. It's like you killed a lot of people and animals. But hey, this looks but like a nightmare. <laughs> there's one shot at the end that's beautiful. It's an overhead shot of the of Dreamland burning down, yes. and it's like a shot of the crowds running out of the park. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's like I'm like, holy shit, this looks so good. It's uh, like apocalyptic, but it's it really, looks good. really no, good. But you know that that Journey to the Moon ride that they had. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second that power went down, I'm like, oh, those people are dead. That's a cool ride. It's yeah. either they're dead uh-huh. or they're stuck. Uh-huh. Did you see the carousel that's like moving? Yeah, 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 yeah. And it, it, awesome. it just stops. Yeah. Oh, no, oh, those people are screwed. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um. I pointed this out to Ryan when we watched it, um, but the, 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 I forget, I don't know who he is, but the, the bald guy who works for him who has the elephant boots. Elephant shoes. And he comes, he comes running after them, uh, after the kids, and he's like, he's really insistent on the mission, but at a certain point when he finally catches up to them in the tent, the whole park is on fire. The, the tent is down. on fire, and he comes and he grabs them, and he's like, where's the elephant? And I'm like, is that really the issue? Yeah. I, I said that, I said that as the exact same thing. I was like, priorities, man. <laughs> yeah, priorities. Also, is that the same guy who plays Victor Zaz in Gotham? It looked like him. Oh, you know what? It's, it looks like it Doug lo- Jones, but it's it not d- Doug it's Jones. Not, I don't think okay. it's that guy either. They all... I'm not. Yeah, this guy oh. looked a little bigger and buffer. he's bigger than that guy. We've all seen right. we've seen this guy before, but I don't remember. Okay. I, I looked it up. I don't. But remember. once again, he's like you look at him. He's like you're. I'm bad act, guy material. Act, yeah, bad guy. Yeah. Like he, that guy was typecast guy. But there's one thing in this movie that really bugged me, and it still bugs me, and it's probably silly, but it bugs me to high heaven. What up, dog? And it's 
the turn of the butler when he shows up out of nowhere and says, I'm here to clear my conscience. Oh, I like that. It's I like that too. I thought that was charming. Because I think I think it's it's set up and it's got a good payoff. It's charming, but at the same time, it's all he just decides to do it all of a sudden. No, 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 because he's the mom's about to get murdered. Ryan, uh, like I totally I I I I don't agree with this one. Uh, like I, I will say I will I agree with you on a lot of things about this uh, one. But the, the his turn is set up two scenes after we meet him yep. and then it's paid off almost immediately you know, and I like that. Probably because the two scenes I saw him I wasn't paying attention to him so, so I didn't see so it. Ben, a movie. So Ben uh, I only saw I saw this movie ben, once and I was, So did I this morning. Ben. Um uh he walks the them out when uh-huh. they find out about Mama Jumbo and everything, and he yeah. says, take that elephant off. You know where to take her. Have her killed. And then the butler says, you can't do that. And he says, why? Yeah. The butler says that oh, in that moment. You're right. So it is set up, and then he does say, I, I had to clear my conscience. You're right. You're right. So it's it's there. Mind changed. Okay, so this guy, so this guy's name is Joseph Gatt. He w- he has been in Game of Thrones. Mm. Uh, who was he in Game of Thrones? <gasps> no, then, he's, then he's one of the, the He's the guy who eats the crow. Yeah, he's, he's, wildling. he's like yeah. you should really try crow. And he's yeah, he's mm. the cannibal. Yeah, he was he's in, the guy who kills all his parents and then all. It, oh, spoilers! Yeah, he's in up, Into yeah. Darkness and Thor. It's probably like a Fun fact. elf or something. Who is he in Thor? I'll uh, be an elf or something. <laughs> no, he th- the first Thor. He's probably a, a frost the, giant. A frost giant or something. Yeah. One star, Interesting. Yeah. He's um. Oh, he's a Wonder Woman too. No, that's a TV movie. Oh, that's the uh. That's not good. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, he's okay. a frost giant. Anyway, um. Run home, little princess. Uh, he might be that one. Yeah. Anyway, all those things aside, um. Yeah, I really like a lot of this movie. I thought it did a lot to evolve and change. I again, like, I kind of wish there was that extra time in Dreamland in the middle, even if it's just montage through, just to imply the the passage of time and I agree. put Medici a little more at the center of it because I thought Danny DeVito was one of the best parts of the movie. I and love it, I wish DeVito. his character had still been present in the last third um, because I think if his character had a full arc in and as well as like the, the dad and daughter's arc connecting to Dumbo's, uh, I think that would have been really nice because that is kind of that stance on circus stuff. That is kind of him coming to this different decision about how he wants to run his business. Because at the end, he changes it to Medici family, uh, and it's a it's not a train traveling. It is a location they have set that people come to, mm-hmm. Actually, and they I don't like cage the animals anymore. I like mm-hmm. that a lot too. Mm-hmm. I just wish that that was that was more bolstered in his decisions when he's in Dreamland. He's just kind of reacting to things and walking around. Um, but I did think Danny DeVito put a lot of commitment and heart into it. I really enjoyed him in it. Final thoughts. I'm going to use that as your final thoughts. Uh, uh, I just wish that the little girl was a little better because I think a lot of the movie would play a lot better if she was. Mm-hmm. Because there are genuinely scenes where I watched it the second time and I was like, I don't believe that Dumbo's in the room with her because <laughs> she just doesn't know how to how to do it. No, she doesn't. And, and like, I'm not trying to drag her. I just... Oh, I feel like the movie would be a little bit better if I could invest in her and her enthusiasm for Dumbo was there and I'd be like, yeah, that's she was, it. That's the bomb. Because she's supposed to basically be the standard for Timothy Mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, but otherwise, I, like you said, Brandon, at the beginning, this is this is more the kind of thing I want out of Disney live action remakes. It did do a lot. To, I do see them as two very separate visions of the, sim- of the same story. Yeah. And I, and I like them both. I, I think that this one does have a lot of great to it. It could have been a lot better, mm-hmm. but I don't think it's bad. I think it's pretty good. Give it, um, a, rate. Give it a rating. Do you want us to come back to you? No, I got it. It's a, it's a seven. It. Seven? Pass yeah, time. seven. Yeah. Ryan? I uh, I found this movie to be pretty enjoyable. Um, my I don't have a lot of negatives, but again, like my highs aren't very high. Like I think I think it's a good movie. It was a good time at the movies. Uh, I want to. 
I love Tim Burton. At least I love his early stuff a lot. Uh, so I want to support him, and I want him to make good movies. And I haven't really cared about the last... We looked at IMDb. He, the last movie that I liked of his was 12 years ago, uh, and he's made a lot of movies since then. Yo, I forgot that he made Miss Peregrine. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Woof. Uh, I think um, I don't know if it was just our theater, but normally when we have when I see a movie and big explosions or big sound effects happen, it doesn't rumble my butt as much as this movie did. Did you feel it too? Uh, no, I don't think I noticed that. Okay, as much. man, I don't know what it was. Maybe it's my seat specifically, but I man, have no clue. when when Dumbo was flying over and it was like a big whoosh sound, like my butt was rumbling. It was like some good sound effects and good uh, good sound design. And uh, I uh, I'd give this movie like a I'd give it a seven. I think it's fun. I think Dumbo's super cute. Ben. This movie, it, it could be because I don't have a, a whole lot of fondness for the classic Dumbo. It could I be don't. because um, I j- Dumbo was just a oh, whatever. It's part of Disney. It's it, that's it's a kind of character, sure. It, it just could be I didn't wasn't a big fan of Dumbo then. I'm not a big fan of Dumbo now. However, this movie did make me believe an elephant could fly. Mm. I will say that. And Dumbo is, is adorable as all hell. Boy, I got bad news for you, buddy. <laughs> I, I know, I know. Shut up. Um. There were some. There were a lot of parts of this movie that kind of drug me down. There are parts that I was I was a little bit uh, like, all right, cool, can we hurry it up? But there are parts that were great. I love the scene where Ava Green and Dumbo fly for the first time. I love. Ava I Green. love. I love the scene where Dumbo does fly for the first time. And yeah, that little girl. There are times where I'm like, can you show a little more emotion, please? Maybe. Mm-hmm. And there are times where I thought Michael Keaton was going a little like too out of left field. And there was a time I leaned over to Fanny and said, I'm Batman. <laughs> Yeah, but give it a rating. Uh, six point five. It's it's still passing. It's it's just fine for me. I'm probably not gonna watch it again. Real quick, uh, the the singing moment of Baby of Mine uh, with the mandolin. Uh, oh, and, thank and, you. I forgot that we little, touch little on that. Dumbo yeah. goes to talk to his encaptured mom. I thought that was super cute. That was excellent. Excellent. Uh, I liked it better in the animated version. I, I you're with Lindsay Ellis. Lindsay Ellis felt similarly. Yeah. Oh, she did. She yeah, did. she she hated this movie. <laughs> okay, um, that doesn't shock me at all. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. She she expli- no, she explicitly I, said she explicitly said that uh, she hated the baby of mine moment more than anything else. Oh man, because I was actually expecting that moment to make me cry in this movie, and it didn't. I loved it. I liked the one in the anime version a lot more. It's also it's really know. good in there too. Yeah, yeah. but as a rate, it's still six point five. It's still in, it's still a fine movie. Yeah, if you want to go see it, I, go see it. I agree with a lot of you guys. Like, it's fun. It, I don't I don't think it's bad. Uh, it's certainly one of the better Tim Burton films I've seen. Um, it's in recent years. Yeah, uh, probably a probably a six. It's kind of passing. It's fine. Yeah, it's it's, it's fine. A middle middle of the road. Um, all right, should we get into our book club? Ooh, let's get wet. Do it. Hey, welcome to the Fake Nerd Comic Shop. Yeah. Hi. Um, do you have any books? Uh, could you be a little bit more specific? Um, anything readable right then time now for our book club ben take it away so my book club is aquaman rebirth specifically volume four underworld written by dan abnett and drawn by stefan sedgick stepan stepan okay because i always get scared i'm mispronouncing his name be very afraid his last name might even be sage i've heard that but i don't think so oh man has he has he clarified i've met him yeah you met him what what do you say he didn't he didn't. How do you pronounce your name? <laughs> okay, great. It's not usually ask someone. <laughs> okay, so I primarily picked this book solely. I bought this book solely on Steph on Stepan's art, solely for that. Sexy Aquaman. 
I mean, aggressively sexy. Aggressively to be fair, sex- sexy everyone. Now I've read Stepan's work before, stuff that he's written and drawn, be it Death Vigil and Sunstone, mm. both great books. Death Vigil, Death Vigil, especially being a future book club. Eventually, mm. we've already done it. God damn it! Uh, <laughs> never mind. But was that I'm, pre everyone reading it though? Maybe it could, I'll look. Okay, sweet. Because I don't remember. <laughs> Good. I called it. Which book? Sorry, Death Vigil. Death Vigil. Death Vigil. But uh, anyways, I call dibs. Uh, So when I pick, he's my favorite artist. Why are you calling all this? Because I love Death Vigil, and let me continue talking. Because you ain't fast enough. (laughs) Gotta be swift. (laughs) Shut up. That's not what he said. I'm (laughs) Sornic. Yipe yipe, Opa. Oh Jesus. (laughs) Off the rails, ladies and gentlemen. I love rails. Yeah. So. I did not read this book until I picked it. Aquaman. Like, I picked it and said, okay, I'm going to read it. And this book is damn good. Now, if you're scared about what you don't know what's happened from volumes one through three of Aquaman Rebirth, you really don't need to know. I mean, it would definitely I, help. It, it will help. It yeah. helps because like, uh, Aquaman's like banished and like thought to be murdered. Like, yeah. oh, I'd like to know how this happened. But, but through, if you're through okay, dialogue, you're yes, caught up. 100%. Yeah. It but is, if, you're yes. okay, if you're okay with that, if you're okay with just like jumping in somewhere, it's like, oh, so, because it does explain, it's like, yeah, Someone usurped him from the king of from the throne of Atlantis. King Wrath, a racist. Yeah, a super racist a hole. This is not a political book at all, you guys. Yeah, I know, right? And Aquaman is living in the ninth tribe of the of Atlantis, which is the darkest part of the city, like darkest, Detroit. deepest part of the city. And he's just essentially he's being Batman, like he's hiding his face with schools of fish. Yeah. Until they finally figure out, oh, this he is. Even, he even says in a later line of dialogue, "Do you know what a vigilante is?" Mm-hmm. That's what I'm being. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's essentially him just surviving. Trying um, there's this hu- there's something called the Crown of Thorns surrounding the city of Atlantis. Mara. Is what is the Crown of Thorns? Explain for the audience, please. It is a magical barrier that with that doesn't allow anything in the city and doesn't allow anything out of the city. Yes. Unless you have a magical amulet. And Mara yeah. is Mara, who thinks that Aquaman is dead, uh-huh. is uh, grieving in Amnesty Bay. Uh-huh. And Volko says he's alive, and yep. she go she brings the wrath of the seven seas to, uh-huh. with her. Uh huh. And I just have to say this: I have a big crush on Dolphin. Yeah, I have a God. big crush on Aquaman. God. Yeah, no, I, Aquaman is sexy. Aqu- Dolphin is beautiful. Even Volko with his bald head's like you're looking me, pretty good. Volko, Volko let me is wax awesome. poetic for a minute about mm. this aggressively sexy Aquaman. Yeah, he is. A he's, dream boat. He's ripped. Oh, he is, he's look got at, that beard. Look at that beard. Mm-hmm. That is some. That is a good is, beard. If he just had a hook hand, he'd be my dream man. Oh man, just everything. Jason up. Momoa wishes he looked like this Aquaman. I mean, to be fair, Jason Momoa was like like extra thick. So like, I would like. He, You're right. He's, he's, I think he's Jason more Momoa is totally fine with how he looks. Yeah, yeah. 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 I think he. Is. He's a, this is a more defined Aquaman. Although I would like to see Stepan Sedgwick uh, draw Momoa in his style. Mm, I wouldn't be surprised uh, if he yes. if he's done it, but. Uh, I just love the way um, um, Cedric draws people in this book. I love the way he draws Atlantis. Yeah, I love. I don't how... think Atlantis has looked as good. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't think so either. Because I've read, I mean, uh, Brandon, you gave me Jeff Johns's Aquaman run. It's a good run. It, it's a great run. Mm-hmm. Uh, his New Fifty Two run. I haven't really read anything from Rebirth except for this book, obviously. But Atlantis, the, the ca- first couple volumes are good. I read them. Yeah, Atlantis is, looks fine. If from what I remember, it, it looks okay. This is like no. This is a whole different. A whole Brandon, different world. Remind right me, um, Aquaman Rebirth starts with like Aquaman at like this like sea embassy or something, right? Yes, an, that an stuff looked pretty Atlantis, good. That yes. looked pretty good, I thought. I mean, obviously not Stepan Sledge are good. Well, I'm, not but saying, like, I'm not saying what's come before it hasn't, yeah. but I think Stepan brings a, a level of 
beauty mm-hmm. to Atlantis. It it really feels like it's part of the ocean, yeah. like it's grown out of the ocean, and less like it's just buildings oh, underneath the what's ocean. What's that character's name with the with the with the red with the red attacks? Right. So so this character that I just turned it's awesome. to, it's named Cadaver. Cadaver's oh, awesome, Cadaver. dude. Yeah, and he uses coral. He can grow. He has his magical powers. Is he can grow coral? Yeah. And, it's basically uh, an X-Men. It's awesome. It is now, really cool. Now, I know we keep talking about Cedric, because obviously Cedric is a fan favorite here on the show, but Dan Abnett is also, he's also, I would say, a fan favorite, because he did that great run on Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. And he writes Warhammer, baby. I just baby. love how he, he wrote War, mm-hmm. he's writing Warhammer. Mm-hmm. So I just also love Dan Abnett's writing, because um, a lot of uh, Cedric's stuff, Cedric writes and draws himself, whereas this is the first time I've ever seen him do a... Um, he just draw. He just draws. He doesn't. He doesn't write. Well, Stepan Cedric started as a as an artist for hire, much yeah. like uh, much like most artists do. And he didn't start writing writing and drawing his own stuff till till Sunstone, because he did Ravine, which was his biggest thing until until Sunstone. Uh-huh. But that was with Ron Mars. Yeah. Uh, at least the first volume was. I don't know if the second volume was. Yeah. Sparks, what's your favorite tried in the in the Atlantis Kingdom? There's nine. Well, that's not fair. He didn't that's read it. No, fair. I know, but everyone you always does that for the person who doesn't, who doesn't read. And, you Come know, it's on, it's a joke. I'm joking. All <laughs> is all an answer? Yes. He loves all of all <laughs> all of Atlantis. All so, the but as yeah, a, so the point I want to get to, so, but the point I want to get to it real quick is that I forgot who was writing. I mean, obviously I know who was drawing, but it's like everything flowed perfectly. No pun intended. Um, this book is just great to so read. Dan Abnett, Dan Abnett brings a uh, a different style of writing to match Stepan's art. Stepan's art brings with it a certain tone because we're so used to ra- reading his words as well. Uh, Dan Abnett does his best to mimic that tone, and I think to a good degree. Stepan brings a believability to the characters uh, with their facial movements. Really uh-huh. expressive faces. Very expressive like, very. faces, and but a be- but believable. And Dan Abnett does a lot does a lot of the legwork with the dialogue, I think, as well. Uh, one of the things that Dan Abnett needs credit for is he's created what, what is now my favorite ex- uh, uh, expletive, Neptune's balls. Yeah. I <laughs> definitely took a picture of Neptune's balls because I was going to quote that and you beat me to it. Cause, <laughs> because there's a bit where someone, I don't remember who the first person said it was, but someone was like, Neptune's balls. <laughs> I think the fairy time it happens is because ha- you see Neptune's balls or the expletive three times. <laughs> to be fair, we don't actually see no, you don't. Neptune's no, you don't. balls. No, you don't. <laughs> I mean, it's step on Cedric, so. Yeah. I, they, uh, so like they say it three times in the book, but my personal favorite is when Volko and Odin, the disgraced uh, um, widow, um, widow sisterhood, whatever, they go, yes. they go to the the, the uh, widowhood, the widowhood, the disgraced widowhood girl. They go into try to go to the treasury from the dark path, but you have to get by. Remember the names of all the Atlantean ghosts. Yeah, uh, and the first time so cool. she sees a ghost, she yells, "Neptune's balls!" I was like, that is like the best place to put. Good it day there. to uh, you, Elder Bathias. <laughs> Yes, I and love. And so Volko knows the names of all the ghosts, so they just pass by, except for the one that has no face. Yeah, because how can you recognize it? And then he gets the name right, and he's speaking. He's like, "Oh, I, I oh, missed you, buddy." Man, when the when the when the one who has no face uh, when he remembers the name of a null, something something null, Elder Null, Elder Null. He's like, "So is Elder Null?" He's like, "Yes." How are you, Volko? He's like, "I'm good." <laughs> uh, what are you doing down here? Oh, we need to go to the treasury. We got really, to try it. Really? Why? There's, why there's don't you just, just walk with me? There's this one page. Uh, it's this page, Brandon, that I'm just, I'm going to speak about real quick. Yes. Uh, it's just they talk about um, that Aquaman's on the ninth level uh, of Atlantis, and the it's ninth basically tried. The ninth tried, and it's basically like uh, like like the the gutter. It's like we're we're all like a lot the, of lo- lot of the new, lower level people. Live. A lot of mutations are happening yes. there in the Aquaman film. It's closer. It's closer to the seventh kingdom. Yes. Um, with the crustacean 
The crustacean the mutation. Oh, yeah, yeah, the okay. kingdom of the brine. Yeah, the um, kingdom of the brine. So uh, the people of the ninth tribe refer to themselves as Haladin, excuse me, Hadalin, the word for the organisms of the sunless zone that live off organic matter sinking from above. So they have their own, like, slang. Yeah. And this is very much in, like, if you don't see it, if you're not looking for it, it's not there. But this is a very uh, political book. Well, King, it, Ra- King Rath, who has usurped uh, King Arthur, um, doesn't like mutations. He's like pure blooded line. He's from the ninth tribe, mm. which actually leads into the next book. He's mutated. Spoilers. <gasps> Whoa! Um, but he's like, he's the new king. He's like, oh, that hypocritical bastard. Yeah. We can't allow you know the, if you're impure, you need to you need to whatever. We need to close the Atlantean borders. Yes. <laughs> Build a the, giant magic wall. What was the giant crab guy's name again? I forgot the. Oh, c- crush. crush. Crush is awesome, dude. Crush is a great design, and he goes to, and he tra- tries to capture. Uh, Orin, mm-hmm. who's King Arthur, mm-hmm. who's a uh, Orin is his vigilante name, and he's like, and he goes to to tell the king, King Rath, he's like, hey, he needs to know that King Ar- that uh, King Arthur's alive, mm-hmm. and Merc, who's who was the leader of the Drift, who was, which is their police force, yeah, uh, is like, oh yeah, he is, and then kills kills Crush, crush. unexpected, yep. yeah, oh yeah, and he's like, and we're gonna keep it that way. That was really uh, that was a good moment. That was real good. Yeah, yeah, all the man, all the designs like. Are just like extra awesome, especially yeah. like all like the like the the fish designs, the fish oh, dinosaur yeah. di- designs. The yeah. creature designs are great. Yeah. Um, there's, there's. I'm trying to get to a page because I remember I wanted to. Um, right, we're introduced to a new to a new character, Dolphin, who uses who's mutated to have bioluminescence. Yes. I found it. All right, she sh- uh, so, blinds people. No, one of the things I love about um Cedric's art is how he draws faces. Mm-hmm. Like you, when you see comic book artists, there are artists who draw cute girls. There. are there are artists who draw like sexy people, but sexy Cedric, people. every single person Cedric draws is beautiful. He draws beautiful people, and mm. I'm not talking. And I'm talking every aspect of this is beautiful. a fantasy world where everyone's gorgeous, <laughs> including <laughs> Volko. including the fish, including Volko and the fish. It's like, dude, you're you're ugly as hell, but you are beautiful. There's actually King Shark guys. King Sharks at the yeah. end of this book. Hell yeah. There's yeah. an elder who actually is designed to look like Stepan Cedric. I, mm. I firmly oh. believe. Yeah. However, the other thing I love is how Cedric draws when people smirk, or when he smirks, yeah. and also when they do the very um, exaggerated frown face. Like there's a scene where Odin and Volko get caught by the drift and Odin is telling Volko to shut up yeah because she's about to mur- yeah, he's, murder him uh, honestly he's like the king of smirks yeah just like the way he draws face the faces of his facial expressions are so organic and so believable yeah, yeah. I, I love it I love his art so much it's really good like when Dolphin is smirk is like smirking it's like man can, can you stop your oh. so yeah but then when, when Odin is just like shut up you and she's giving it like that whole you better stop like eyes bulge and face like over exaggerately frowning it's like that's just hilarious and yeah. funny, and yeah, I'm gonna do what you say if I was in that situation. So basically, Aquaman needs to become the king again, but he doesn't want to be. But he doesn't want to be. No. But so Dolphin convinces him to become a hero, mm-hmm. and sounds not like the a, king. Sounds like a movie. It's like screw the crown. She's like screw the crown. I'll just be Aquaman, and America take the throne because well, that's for, what the sisterhood, the, sister, or the, 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 the widowhood, widowhood wants, wants it. The widowhood. The wid- what a cool idea. The widowhood uh, wants wants Mary. That's Jeff Johns' idea. Mm. Um, you know where he got that idea from? Game of Thrones because the Dothraki why the the widows oh. all the, the Dothraki widows go to oh, a place. Really? Oh mm. yeah, Vase Dothrak. So, mm. so the the widowhood want Mara to be the to be the queen of of Atlantis. And uh, if you're reading Justice League, which none of you are, but she is the the queen of Atlantis. Nice. Um, Aquaman says in this book, like I don't want to be king, but my people need a hero, so I'll be that hero. Mm-hmm. And he's re-given the, the trident at the end. And, and I actually like that. I like how um, Arthur is like, no, nah, I don't want to be king anymore. I was every time. I, was, I like, was bad at it. I was, yeah, I sucked at it. People kept trying to murder me. One of them almost did. Mm-hmm. I was stabbed for crying out loud. 
So I just want to be the. I'm just gonna be the hero. Let, oh, my fiance wants to be queen. Sure, let her be queen. That's uh, fine. When uh, when Volko's talking to one of the ghosts and like the ghost is like, so who's the king now? Is this still that crazy Orm fellow? Oh, I love like, that. Oh my god, so much has happened, my man. <laughs> it's like, dude, you don't even know. We've had like decades of comic books. Holy crap! You yeah, guys. I like. I really like the the because he's just like. Why don't you walk with me? It gets lonely. And if we happen to get to the treasury, well, so be it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, I can't really tell you to go. I can't point you to me, but if we get there, we get there. Yay. And I know the names of all the other ghosts, so. I'll help you out, bro. And just like the ghosts are coming at him, and he's just like shooing them away. And yeah, he's, he's like, like how does, how, how, well met, elder, whatever. Yeah, I, I like this book a lot. I, uh, Ab- I think Abnett did it again because yeah. I loved his Guardians run when we read it, and I completely forgot. You should just pick up this book from Volume One because it's I sh- I should it's good I should yeah. and just re- it makes me sad because now I'm on Abnett's writing and Cedric's art that I want Cedric to keep drawing it. Obviously, he's not. Yeah, which hurts my soul. Like we hey, were, we go, talked about that you whole. Should, you should you should go read uh, Just Like Uh Oh. Yeah, exactly. I almost picked up the so first issue that. of Just Like Odyssey when we were at the store last week, and I. I knew what, what, you don't want two two issues of a run? I, no, exactly. No, you don't. <laughs> I want to support Cedric as much as I can, but I don't want to just pick up two issues and stop. Hey, man. you know what? You want to support him? Support Patreon. his Patreon. Patreon, there we go. Okay. He's having a pa- he's gonna launch Patreon in July. Six dollars, you get everything. After so after Stepan did this, he did some of the Dark Knights Metal tie-ins. He did one of the tie-ins, but he did the covers for oh, a yeah, yeah, he did the covers yeah. for the resistance, I believe. He did the yeah. interiors for only one of the issues. Okay. Now. I, th- I I, that was a good-looking book. His Harley Quinn's real good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. Um, this dude's I, like a ten, ten out of ten artist. He did a couple. He did a couple of. He did a couple of covers, and then he did he, for for Hawkman, and he did a, and he did. It was supposed to do just like Odyssey, but he supposed didn't. to. You know who Aquaman reminds me of in this book? Who? Um, I'm not sure which one it is, but uh, Miguel or Tulio from Road to El Dorado. Oh, uh, I couldn't tell you which one is the which. Blo- the, the blonde, blonde one. one. No, no, I don't know his name. Kenneth yeah. Branagh's character. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. yeah, the one with the one with the loot, the bard. Mm. Tell me I'm wrong. You're not. No, wrong. you're not wrong. I I get it. I get it. I can totally see. I it. get like I get like Jamie Lannister. Vibes. Like if he got if he got long hair, like it's that same. I see like Jamie Lannister. It's that same. It's that same look yeah. as that character. Yeah. I'm just thumbing through, and, and I'm like, hundred percent. I love Dolphin. Yeah. Um, besides Aquaman and Mera, she's a she she's can't my talk. Fa- she's my favorite. She's a mute. She's my favorite throughout this whole book. I just love how blowhole jokes. <sighs> so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, shall we? So, anything else you guys want to touch on? Aquaman's cool, guys. G- g- thanks for Jeff for making him cool again. That yeah. sounds neat. <laughs> uh, all right. So next week's book club is. Uh, I thought we were doing something Shazam related. We're, we're probably doing a Shazam related book, so we'll, we'll so Ryan will be the week after. Yes. Um. Probably. We'll TBD. Know, we'll know for sure by Wednesday. Definitely. All right. So that'll do it then, I guess. Uh, Heck yeah, dude! Comic books, baby. All right. Next week is a review of Shazam. So excited. Shazam. Um. So excited for this. Hey guys, once April hits, it's it's nonstop movies. Yeah. Oh god. This is Endgame. That's month. not true. Uh. There there is nothing the week before Endgame. We already talked about this yeah. off podcast. When's Hellboy? Hellboy the is week. April twelfth. Oh, and then the week after that is so nothing. we got Shazam, Hellboy, so Shazam, blank. Hellboy, Blank, then Avengers. Well, blank. I can catch up with the other four. Uh, movies there is, that but there is Pet Cemetery the same week. As I was Hellboy. gonna say I want to see Pet Cemetery, but we don't have to review it. No, yeah, yeah, but we, but we will see it. Hell yeah! Uh, and all right, we'll so, review it. So next week is uh, a review of Shazam. I love Captain Marvel. And then uh, you can wa- you can listen to our part two of the Marvel Cinematic Universe uh, rewatch that we're doing. Uh, that's up on the feed now. Ben, would you like to Back to the Future theme us there? I'm not even going to know. Speaking of Ben, <laughs> by the time this episode goes up, or at least within the week, we will have a reference to that episode Wait, what? as a shirt. 
Oh. Oh. oh my lord. Event oh. game, Ben. And event game. We have I we are going it. to have an event game t-shirt. Ben, <laughs> Doctor Strange saw 14 million combinations and this was it. Ben, you have to buy this shirt. Event game. How about you buy it for me? No, event man, game, I ain't ben. rich. Event game. We're in the event uh. game now. Uh, all right. No, so if one of know, you guys buys me that shirt, I will wear it when we go see Avengers. I, if you if you oh, put a snap. if you put Doctor Strange's face, but his eyes are cross-eyed, <laughs> and he says, "I saw this coming." Event game. <laughs> what was the original shirt. idea that we talked about? Oh, it's that Thanos has done the snap, but like half of him is turning into ash. Oh, that's yeah. got to exist already, God, that, right? That, that art image, and he's just like, "Uh oh, Oops, it's just <laughs> Event game." No. If yeah. you guys, we just figured the, we would ju- just do the no, the, the, the the name because copyright. If uh-huh. you guys buy me that T-shirt, I will wear it. Avengers. We go, I will wear it when we go see the Avengers Endgame. The Avengers. All right, so it's the, Either we, at the event, we will have ta- the Event Game T-shirt uh, up on there. As you guys know, we are a Funko affiliate. Whatever it takes. Um, we yeah. are. Yeah. I didn't know that for for, for a, like a while now. Why are, why are you feeding me? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Don't feed the trolls. Use the promo code SHOP10 for 10% off your purchase by clicking the link down below. Uh, As you guys know, we are part of the PAVE Media Network. Ooh. Uh, We are? Yellow Brick Road. (laughs) (laughs) Paving the way for success. Fool me twice. Shame on you. (laughs) I'm like like getting ready for Dumbo, man. (laughs) We are part of the PAVE Media Network. And uh, you can find us there. Uh, check out the other shows there. We got Batman vs. the World. We got Let's Get Contentual. Those are actually by the same people, I think. Um, <laughs> beg, beg to Differ. A lot of cool shows out there, especially Beyond the Box Set, which I was a guest on. Um, we also have a Patreon. We what? You're not. <laughs> you can leave. Rule of three, baby. Rule of three. We have a Patreon. Uh, you can find that at patreon.com slash podcast. Uh, we also have a Tee Public where you can find the Event Game T-shirt. Uh, that's uh, tpublic.com slash user slash fake nerd pod. Just make sure you get it soon because I bought mine and paid for extra shipping, and my sh- I was gonna wear my shirt today for WonderCon, and it did not. It's not gonna arrive till tomorrow, and I'm sad. Boom, 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 boom. Did you um, see our friend Chris Swindle? I didn't. I just saw on Instagram that he was there, and I was angry because I wanted to say hi to him. Yeah, I didn't realize I he to- was there. I told you. I told you he emailed and wanted to know if any of us were going, and I told him that you were going. Damn, Benjamin. That's okay. I should have reminded you. you yeah, yeah. Sorry. Right. Thank, That's you. All right. thank you to everyone who listens. We greatly appreciate it. Love you. Uh, thank you to Jeremy Vellucci, who d- is a longtime collaborator. You can find, actually, he's got a new logo uh, for his show, Suburban Proctologist. We're going to have a t-shirt of that up on our T Public as well. Hell yeah. Um, We're absorbing. He does our, we, exactly. We are, he does our theme music uh, in our intro segments. Um, hopefully more along, hopefully more down the line. Heck yeah. Find uh, him at su- facebook.com slash suburbanproctologist official, Instagram at suburbanpodcast for a show, and himself at Instagram uh, at Jeremy Vellucci Keyboards. Very Thank talented. Yeah, very talented. Thank you to Mike Matola for our logos. Also very talented. Um, you can find him at Mike Matola uh, on Instagram and Twitter. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all of Fickner Podcast. Uh, Ficknerguys at gmail.com if you'd like to get in touch with us personally. I'm at BC McClure on Instagram and Twitter. Sparks? Uh, I'm Sparks Witty on Instagram, S P A R K Z Witty. Ryan? Um, DJ Tony Stark. At everything. At everything. Ben. Ben Magnet27 on Instagram. I'm everywhere. Up. There you go. Yeah, everywhere. <laughs> Subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, Spotify, iHeartRadio, rate and review wherever you get us. Until next week, guys. Uh, I did, you, <laughs> did you already say that we had another miscellaneous episode out this week? We have, miscellaneous we have another miscellaneous episode out this week. Oh, nice. Cool. It's about What's it about? Is it about a shield? The shield of Achilles. Are we all on it? Yeah. Whoa, oh, man, we're all on it. You should go check that out. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> Stay fake nerds. <laughs>